Yo, what's up everybody? How the hell is everybody? What's up? It's Johnny. Welcome back to the stream, guys. Hello, hello. Come on in, boys. Come on in. I can't tell if that music's... Eh. There you go. That's perfect. Not too much, just a little bit. How is everybody? Welcome to the show. What's going on? Tonight we're going to talk about monk mode for the win, guys. Going monk mode. Focusing on yourself, putting everything else behind you, and doing what you need to do for yourself, guys. Should be pretty good. Should be pretty good. I'm trying to get this volume just a tiny bit of volume, but not, uh, you know what I mean? And of course it's Windows, so there's no simple way to uh, really get it just right without it being a little too loud or a little too soft. I think we're about done with that though. Anywho, Shadrock in here, Iridium Kush, what's up? Mandy, what's going on? Beth Davis, Aaron, what up, sir? Aaron Holmes in the building. Luke Casey, good to see you. Shadrock, good to see you, my man. Here's Johnny. What is going on, guys? Rusty Rivers in the building. What's up to Rusty Rivers? What's going on, my guys? Absolute knowledge seekers. Good to see you guys. Good to see you. Sigma Speaks. What's up, sir? Hey, we're going to do some call-in stuff, Sigma Speaks. I found a way to boost the gain on my end so if you do use your headset that you had the other day if i have to now i can boost stuff audio wise in here in the new studio <clears throat> i've been studying guys i've been trying to make the stream better for you hopefully all of you appreciate my hard work and effort and you know what i'm saying guys nobody cares shad rock that's not bad right there johnny hey appreciate you said volume is just not a not too uh, overpowering Thank you. That makes me happy. The thing I've been doing since I was 30. Yes, monk mode for the win, guys. Monk mode. Excellent, guys. Let's talk about this and why this is important. So, we all know the benefits. We've all heard about it from the Red Pill and Big Tau community. Shout out to my MGTO brothers. I hear you guys. I'm not going to be one of these guys that uh, disappears one day on YouTube from you guys and goes to the Purple Pill Farm, the plantation, to uh, milk the teat of feminism. I'll be here with you guys just saying, eh, we're not really interested in doing that. Let's talk briefly, guys, just a little bit about why monks do what they do, why they choose the life that they choose. The bottom line is that everything that you do outside of bettering yourself is a distraction. Bottom line, everything, everything. Nikola Tesla famously wrote, uh, guys, one cannot serve two masters. I think the way he worded it was, um, you cannot serve books and women alike. You need to do one or the other. Books, meaning you can't learn and focus and spend time thinking and pondering the universe's mysteries if you got, you know, stank on your finger. If all you're thinking about is women and you're constantly like from relationship to relationship to relationship, when do you ever have time to find out who you are as a person. See what you're capable of. Test yourself. Learn about yourself. 
When do you ever take time to do that if you're always trying to get in peace leave? And look, I get it. Peace leave's great. It's not that great, ladies. Calm down. Y'all, seriously, y'all are on some bullshit today. Y'all got to calm down. All of y'all have one. None of them are special. You know what I mean? So let's all just calm down, ladies. No, you're not the princess and you're not the, the queen. You're not the king queen or the queen king. or Y'all got to stop out here, ladies. It's getting ridiculous. Pooping while standing. Good to see you again, sir. Guys, Pooping just made a donation. If you want to let your voice be heard tonight, man, throw it in the donations. There's Super Chat. There's Cash App. Hit it up if you want to uh, support the show. Shout out to all the men who are voluntarily monk mode, but trad cons and women call them incels or can't get a wife. Let them live in their delusion. Yeah, man. And pooping while standing. Let's talk about that for a moment here. This whole idea of uh, women calling men insul incels, I don't get on board with that. I mean, obviously, I'm biased here or nearest. But the idea is this, guys. Peace leave is for sale. It's readily available. I don't. I know some of you guys are like, not me, my high moral horse. I hear you, dude. I, I got it. I hear you. Just hear me out. Women today, these young Gen Z girls, these younger women today, they are, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. They're on seeking. They're on there. As soon as they're 18, they're hitting up the, uh, what's the other one? Porn, not Pornhub. Well, probably Pornhub too. What's the other one, guys? The fucking, uh, the one that the E-Thoughts do. Only fans. Lonely fans. Thank you. Yes, lonely fans. These girls are out here doing all kinds of stuff, getting paid to show a little tale and do a little... I, I'm not saying it's right or wrong or morally that it's a good thing, guys. I'm telling you, it's happening. It's happening. And women, you need to take notice that <clears throat> when you come into a MGTOW space, you come into a man's manosphere, plate, manosphere place and you tell somebody, you're like, you guys are a bunch of incels. Like, no, not really. I mean, I wouldn't say it's involuntary. I would say this is quite voluntary. What I'm doing is absolutely 100% on purpose not banging broads right now. 100% monk mode right now. Just not interested. Now, could I, if I wanted to? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I could. I'm, a, uh, you know, I'm M46. Obviously, I've got the old baldy head here. It's nice and clean shaven today. A little bit of five o'clock shadow coming through. I mean, am I a bad looking dude? Maybe. I don't know. But see, it doesn't matter because these young girls are out here selling a bit. And that, shout out to Coach Greg, by the way. That's one of his terms. I'm just saying, guys, like this is not. <clears throat> this is just how it is. So for women to come in and be like, you guys are in sales. You're, no, 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 no. I'm doing this on purpose. It's, there ain't nothing involuntary about it. This is a dedicated maneuver to not mess with broads for a while. Just for a while, ladies. Don't worry. I mean, probably the rest of my life. But I spent the first half all up inside you trying to get in your walls and trying to make you happy and trying to please you. And I spent the first good 23 years there uh, in marriages trying to be the good dad and the good guy and the good this and the good that. And I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, we're going to do something else now. And it's not about disliking women. It's about monk mode is an intentional decision. I am not going to do this forever in my life. I'm going to find other things to do in my life other than just women. Not that women aren't wonderful and great and everything. Yeah, yeah, we got it, ladies. We understand. We understand, girls. We got it. 
Now, one thing I will tell you is monk mode is hard, guys. Pause. For a number of reasons. Now, let's talk as men here for a moment. Let's act like we're all grown up for a little bit, just for a few minutes here. When you go into monk mode, you're going to notice that you are... <clears throat> going to have to start deciding, am I going to stop looking at as much prawn as I have been and focus myself? Or am I going to keep looking at prawn and just take care of it when the need comes along? I don't care how you operate. I don't claim to know which one is better for you, whether you should hold it in and be more masculine and be more. I know you're going to be more on edge if you hold it in. Just saying. I'm just saying. But do what you must do what you feel like is going to be best for you as a man. There is no right answer as far as that's concerned. Believe me, I've gone through periods in my life when I was taking care of it myself, periods in my life when I had hoes aplenty and wives abundantly and uh, never, you know, I'm just telling you. And I've gone through periods where I was like, okay, I'm going to try to make it two months without doing it. And by the end of the second month, it like oh, damn near does itself just while you're walking. You know what I'm saying? Like it builds up and you're like, ah. So the reason I tell you that is you have to make, that's the biggest thing for most men. Most men are like, well, I should be in some peace leave. And I, I look silly out here without some peace leave. And my family keeps asking me, where is my girlfriend? And my, my grandmama wants to know why I didn't bring anybody to... Thanksgiving and Christmas and I don't know, Grandma, I can't find anybody as wonderful as you are, I guess. You know, so this is why monk mode is so imperative, guys. This is going to build character. It's going to build stamina. It's going to build strength. Now, I know you know some of this, but do you know why this helps you? Do you know why? I'm going to tell you why right now. Yeah, clear the pipes, bullets for teeth. Shout out to you, sir. Absolutely right. Sometimes you got to, man. I'm not even, no shame. I'm just saying, let's be real with each other. We're men here. Let's be real. I mean, other than Beth, but she's welcome here. So it's all good. Guys, sometimes you got to handle that business. But let's be more specific here for you for a little bit. <clears throat> the reason that this is going to be so good for you is because it's going to be difficult there's going to be challenges, not just the wanting women and wanting to be around women and have the sweet caress of a woman and just come on, guys. They're great and wonderful. And it's but, you know, you need to be focused on your other stuff, too, more than anything else. If you're with women, I recommend monk mode. If you're not and you're still with women and dating and you're doing your thing, then that's great. But no more of 7 percent of your time should be spent with them. But we don't talk about that here. So, men, monk mode. The idea of saying, I'm going to go my own way and do my own thing for a while and swear off not just women. How deep into the rabbit hole are you willing to go? What if you go monk mode and no more news, no more television, no more advertisements? And you say, I'm going to unplug from all of the Matrix. I'm not watching any more of these shit movies they keep putting out. I'm not doing any more of these TV channels where I pay $100 a month for 600 channels full of absolute garbage and, uh, you know, commercials. How monk mode could you go? Could you cut off all of the dead weight in your life? That's the hard question. That's the question most men battle with. Can you cut off the piece of shit motherfuckers that are slowing you down in life? Uh-oh, did I hurt your feelings? Did I say the wrong thing, guys? Oh, 
Oh, I'm a jerk. I know. Let me start again. Can you get rid of the 10%, 20%, 40% of people in your life who are literally just there fucking leeching off of you? Whether it's time, attention, whether it's money, which again, shout out to Coach Greg, whatever it is they're getting from you. Are you willing to cut off the ones that aren't providing anything back into your life? You don't have to tell them that. That would be petty. But think about it. What would they do without you? It's not your fault. It's not your business. It's not your job to to take care of all these other people and to keep them entertained. Some of the hardest decisions you're going to make in your life is going to be to pull away from a large swath of people who are wonderful people. You don't say bye or anything. You're just busy. I'm just busy. Oh, I've been so busy. They call you. You're going to be the person on the phone this time that's like, oh, I've just been so busy. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm so busy. Oh, whoop, whoopsie. That's going to be you. Because you need to focus on yourself for a while. Now, when I tell you that this is going to be hard... That's why it's monk mode. Otherwise, it'd be sissy mode. Otherwise, we'd call it soft noodle back, jelly spined man mode. But it's hard. You know who trains hard, guys? Shaolin monks. Hello, everyone. You don't have to be a judo black. Now, we'll get into this video in a second here. It looks like a good one. But just understand that what you do hardens you or softens you. I'm going to say that again. What you do either hardens you or it softens you. Everything you do. Food? Do you drink alcohol? Do you smoke bud? Do you smoke crack? Are you a meth head? That shit affects you. So you have to make a decision as a man in your life. What things can I alter? What things am I willing to sacrifice and alter in order to change my life, in order to get better? Now, if you don't want to change your life and you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to click these fucking PlayStation buttons forever. Do what you want to do. I'll be I'll be clicking buttons every now and again with you, too. I like playing video games, too. I'm not putting them down. I'm just saying, like, at what point do you challenge yourself for more? That's, if we're talking monk mode, guys, we got to talk about the hard shit. We're not just going to talk about, isn't it cool? I don't fuck with women. No, no, no. We got to talk about all of it. And I know you men understand. I, everybody else can give you the sweet and, oh, monk, I don't mess with. Let's talk about the other stuff a little bit. Let's get into this video for a second. Let's see if it's hard on some of these little boys who are stressing themselves physically to get to a state of mental exhaustion that allows them to have peace, inner peace, guys. It comes from hard work. It comes from doing. It comes from a hard workout. It comes from a run. It comes from you have to challenge yourself. Let's continue. Let's watch these these young men and then ask yourself, Now, you might not be able to do some of the things these young monks can. I certainly couldn't either. I'm not in that kind of shape. I had somebody comment on one of my my, uh, streams the other day or one of my uh, videos and said, I bet you're not even in any kind of shape. I have a picture I can show you from about four months ago, five months ago, but I probably won't because it would seem a little vain, but I could. But I'm actually in decent shape. 
I mean, I do eat very healthily and drink a lot of, I mean, you guys know this, but understand what could you do? What kind of shape could you get in if you spent three months and just cut off everybody else in society other than your job and walked or just walked, just walked or worked out? Could you get in shape? Would you want to? Don't you think you'd feel better? I know you'd sleep better if you did. I know you would see the first part of monk mode is the no women and the no society and the trying to stick on your own in your own head. Turn off all the advertisements. Nothing. If you can afford to get you a YouTube membership for the premium so you don't have to watch ads on YouTube and just watch whatever you choose on YouTube that's positive and influential. No ads. Don't listen to music on any services that runs ads. If you get the YouTube premium for $11.99 a month, you can then have that gives you the uh, YouTube music free along with it. You can type in any music you want and it's right there. It's a little player just like Spotify, just like anything else. It's an app on your phone. And there's no ads. If you get YouTube premium, you can YouTube no ads, music no ads. Then there's nothing else. Turn off the cable at the house. You ain't watching that shit anyways. You can keep the internet. Hell, if you turn off the regular cable, you can bump the internet speed up to maximum warp drive. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Let's talk about the hard part because building yourself up physically is part of monk mode, according to monks. And it's named after them, so why don't we let them... Let's just take a look at them for a little bit. Obviously, this is a clip from some Chris Farley movie. Shout out to Chris Farley. Rest in peace. Belt or even be a fan of this sport to know where most martial arts originated in Asia. Of course, Japanese, Chinese, and Korean masters have taught karate, taekwondo, aikido, and other martial arts to several generations of people. In China, the history of these arts is particularly interesting. It is inextricably linked to religion. It's believed that local monks created most martial arts in the Chinese Empire. But not just any monks. We are talking about the legendary Shaolin warriors. They even inspired George Lucas to create the Jedi in Star Wars. Many legends have been told about these monks over the centuries. Many people consider them to be superhuman, capable of breaking the boundaries of the human mind while ignoring both pain and the laws of physics. In today's video, we will tell you in detail how Shaolin monks are trained without mercy, what they have to endure in order to be accepted in the monastery, and why everyone considers them invincible. By the now, did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? They have to be accepted into the monastery by the other men, the other monks. You see, to get to a certain level, you don't just walk in the door like the women are doing now on TV and movies and everywhere else in society and say, hey, world, I'm here. I'm the CEO. No, you have to prove yourself. You have to earn your respect. Let's continue. Way. If you haven't subscribed to our channel yet, don't forget to do so, so you won't miss our new videos. Let's get it on. Early Education 
Before talking about the training program for young monks, we'll briefly tell you the history of the Shaolin. The monastery dates back to the 5th century. In the 6th century, soldiers were trained here to defend the Chinese Empire. This lasted for several centuries, until the 1920s, when a military leader set fire to the legendary home of the skilled fighters. The fire destroyed important sources of knowledge that the masters had passed down from generation to generation, and for half a century, the Shaolin Monastery fell into oblivion. The masters oh. who possessed precious techniques. So you mean to tell me that the traditions and everything else that led for thousands of years was actually important? You mean to tell me that all the ways that things used to be done and used to be handled for years and years and years that came off and ran without very little problems, you mean to tell me that changing all of that and everything was no good? All that lost information, lost tradition, lost training? Hmm were dying, so the future of the ancient traditions was in doubt. Fortunately, the Chinese authorities realized this in time, and in the 80s, the monastery got a new lease of life. To become a Shaolin warrior, kids start training at a very young age. As Good. a rule, training sessions begin at the age of three. Good. The sooner a young man learns that life is going to require difficult things and not always be comfortable or pleasant, the better. And even the youngest students have to work very hard. Just like it would actually be good for the women to go through this as well, because it would be humbling. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but modern women don't know anything about being humble. Ever. At all. Because they're the best. Just ask them, they'll tell you. Like the adults, they get up at 5am and go to class. It's not uncommon for children. This is my favorite part of the stream, guys. This is one of my favorite parts because this is when we've all of the soft people are leaving. See, we're down to 24 viewers. All of the people that are like, yeah, well, I don't want to do anything tough and I don't really want to talk about anything tough. And I don't really I was just wanting to come in and be like, fuck these hoes. I'm a monk. I get it. I get it. Let's continue to cry and want to go back to their mother, as is the case in any summer camp. But Shaolin teachers don't pay attention to that. Over time, the children become accustomed to the fact that they can't see their parents more than once every two months, and they become fully engaged in the learning process. Fully engaged is so important there, guys. That part about fully engaged. Now, we talk about it over here with all these divorce courts and all these other, you know, uh, things going on in our society, these young monks at this age can't see their own parents, but every couple of months, either one of them, because they're involved in their training, right? But here in America, we're like, oh, oh, Junior doesn't have his backpack. It's the end of the world. Oh, he's, he says he's having a hard day today. His emotions, he's having an emotional day today. Oh, he can't get up and go to work today. He's very upset. Yet these young children, let's talk about it, guys. Are you, can you push yourself? I mean, I'm pushing you. I'm making, I could be telling you all kinds of jokes and talking about smelly, low tide ass vajayjay. And you know what I mean? I could tell you all that stuff right now. But this one is for the people where I want you to know that it's the hard shit in life that's going to be worth it. It's the tough things in life that are going to be worth it. And women will lead you down a dark path. They will take you off your goals. And I don't mean that disrespectfully to women. Look, women are great temporarily for short periods of time, in my opinion. But I'm an asshole. So don't go by what I'm telling you. 
But quite frankly, they will distract you from reaching your goals, even though they don't always, always do it nefariously. Sometimes it's just part of who they, it's just part of being around them. They want attention. I put out three or four shorts today about women want attention. They just want attention. It's a requirement for them. And that doesn't make you a bad person if you can't live up to that. Sometimes it's okay to tell them, I can't give you the attention you deserve. Goodbye. The youngsters engage in up to five hours of physical activity a day, just like Olympic athletes. Training includes five hours a day. Y'all can't hit the gym for 30 minutes a day? Oh, I need to take two days off and I got to just muscle. We're just going to do shoulders this day. And now tomorrow I'm going to do my penis muscles and then I'm going to mm -mm, five hours a day, full body, real contact. You, well, you guys, y'all can't take an air conditioned ride over to the Planet Fitness or wherever you work out. I don't care. Equinox, anywhere. elements of kung fu kicking jumping grabbing as well as balancing exercises in addition the young fighters study buddhism for several hours a day and oh look they're reading wow form everyday tasks so they have almost no time for games or other activities good going down the stairs do you want to know what kind of exercises the monks practice to achieve a perfect physical shape? Yes. Well, I didn't tell you. Here is an example of the usual training of these skilled warriors. Don't you just get tired by looking at them? We do. For this exercise, you must use all- Bro, y'all ever done stairs before? Y'all ever ran stairs, like up and down stairs as exercise? I have and that shit's exhausting, but doing it on your hands and knees and downwards? That, that sounds rough. Think that's a little tough on the old shoulders? You think the abdomens get a workout as your legs are going back and forth downward? Jesus, that's brutal. All the muscles. Look, upwards would be tough, but you could do it doggy style. You know what I mean, guys. Don't be immature. Doggy style is when, you know, when the dog stands like this and the man's behind him like this. I'm just kidding. Let's continue groups so an untrained person probably wouldn't last a few seconds right Compared to this planking's nothing and there are versions of this exercise in which you have to stand on your hands or jump normally the first training session in the shaolin monastery begins before breakfast in the morning hours the monks stretch and warm up their muscles and also train these so-called childish skills i.e flexibility and balance which an adult often loses over the years but don't think it's easy the monks also run and do push-ups and jumps right after the warm-up. Training then lasts about an hour, after which the monks eat breakfast, study theology, tend to the grounds and get some rest. And in the afternoon, it's time for the second training, this time for endurance and fighting skills, which we'll talk about later. Iron Hand The following exercise is known as Iron Hand for a very good reason. The idea is to make certain body parts as strong as if they were made of steel. This right. is necessary not only to perform in front of the thousands of tourists who come to see the shows of the modern Shaolin monks. The challenge is to tolerate even very strong blows to the torso, limbs, and head without consequences, and to use parts of your body which are as strong as cold weapons against your enemy. It is difficult to explain exactly how the monks give power to their hands or belly, but to do so, it's necessary to channel the internal key energy to the right part of the body as well as to control your breath 
For example, at the right moment, you have to hold your breath or strike as you exhale. However, the methods for performing these tricks are secret, and they remain unknown even in China. The Shaolin monks don't like to reveal their knowledge. At first sight, the exercises to develop the iron hand may seem like a waste of time, but it's much more difficult to do these exercises correctly than it's... So far, so good. It looks like we haven't been uh, destroyed by the old uh, hand of Susan. Let's see if that continues. Hopefully that that's, you know, looks like we're still streaming anyways. Let's go. Hitting the water, for example, sharpens the precision and strength of the warrior. If you have ever belly jumped into a pool, you must know how unpleasant it can be. In this case, the same thing happens, only the monks don't feel pain anymore. Often, teachers force students to perform this task on especially cold days, so that along with the strength of the impact, they also have Bro, you think they ever slip up and hit the edge of that wooden thing? That shit looks like it would hurt. I'd be like... No, thank you. That's a little too much for me, guys. Let's get back in. Where we go? To develop tolerance to low temperatures. In this case, the monks stand in front of pots of sand or beans and take turns sticking their palms in there. You think there's nothing special about this? Then you're wrong. After only a couple of seconds, this fun activity begins to become a real torture for your fingers, which have a lot of nerve endings, and the monks have to undergo this exercise for several hours almost every day. They end up having powerful fingers, like Wolverine's claws, and a complete indifference to pain. Chinese. That shit hardens you guys. Pause. It makes you a different, you know what I mean? Like it's the little things. I always tell you it's the pressure that makes the diamonds, guys. It's the pressure. Sometimes you got to, uh, you know what I'm saying? You got to go through the pressure. You got to feel the pain of whatever it was that broke you because that's the kind of stuff that will make you in the long run. And I know not everybody's ready to hear that. I know that's painful if you're going through a divorce or recently you, you have gone through one or you're, I'm telling you guys, it's this thing that you're going through now that hurts and sucks and you don't want to make it through it right now. If you can just hold on another year or two, you're going to find yourself a new, you're going to be a new man, a new person. But monk mode is going to help you. If you go out after your divorce and you're like, well, I'm going to get some horrors and I'm going to run through these broads and man, <clears throat> it's going to be a waste of time and a waste of money. And right now with your emotional state, the last thing you need to do is talk to another broad. Chick, dame, woman, you know what I'm saying? This is the last thing you need to do right now. You need to take some time for yourself. Monk mode. Shout out to JR for donating to the channel. Appreciate you, JR. Good to see you, sir. Let's continue. He's weightlifting. Is there a problem, officer? Another exercise. Here, the fighters grab a wooden bar with a heavy pot attached to it and turn it while keeping the pot balanced. This may also seem like an easy task, but you can't imagine the tension they experience in their shoulders. The most important thing is that monks repeat these exercises many times during their lives. After all, this is the main... One of those monks there looks like he was one of the new guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, he looks like perhaps, uh... Perhaps he, uh, anyway, he's, he's had access to ice cream is all I'm saying. 
an idea of kung fu to repeat something until it becomes a part of your nature. And most mm. of the time, they perform the same exercise millions of times, regardless of the results. It takes a lot of patience to do the same thing for so many years, and also to overcome severe pain, don't you think? Yeah, I've been married before. Yeah. Running on water. You probably think that only Jesus can walk on water without sinking, but... Boy, the commentary on this video is actually... Yeah, let's go. The Shaolin monks are up to the task too. Just look at Shi Liliang. A few years ago, he walked 125 meters on water. However, with some help. There was a fragile bridge of thin planks under his feet. If you... Oh, so... I mean, look think that that makes the task easier though, then you're very much mistaken. The thing is that plywood boards float on the water and are not secured in any way. Of course, they offer grip while you run, but to run on a structure like this for at least a couple of meters without falling, you need to have incredible speed, perfect balance, and a lot of strength. By the way, this Shaolin student holds the world record for running on water. He set his first record in 2009, running 18 meters. To achieve this, he trained for 10 years. Just imagine how long that took. As time went by, his performance improved, and now he plans to cover a distance of 150 meters. Skeptics, meanwhile, challenge him to make at least a couple of steps without the boards. In any case, we really think that Shi Liliang's example is inspiring, and his story is incredible. Not only did he endure all the trials of the Shaolin school, but he also... So, yeah, man, I mean, that sounds like it's uh, pretty painful. It sounds like an awful lot of work, awful lot of training. <clears throat> the things that monks do, guys, why did they do it? Because it's the hard stuff that's going to really teach you stuff. It's the hard stuff that's going to really make it worth your while in life. You know what I mean? I'm going to show you an interesting video I found by Sad Guru. It says, is marriage a hindrance on the spiritual path? Don't worry, we're not going to talk God. Just spiritual. Just you being you, you finding yourself. Does a woman or marriage uh, affect that? Marriage is not a commodity that you carry on your head, but many people carry it on their head. It's just an arrangement so that socially there is some sense to the way you fulfill the needs that you have. A human being has needs, physical, psychological, emotional, financial, social, various kinds of needs. To fulfill these things in a dignified manner, we came up with something called marriage, so that it is fulfilled within a framework. Your desires don't run wild and disturb everything in the society. Right. Some kind of a framework. He's talking to you, crackheads. He's talking to you meth heads, no offense, no offense to you guys that are crackheads and meth heads that might be watching, but yeah, he's, you're fucking up society. Also, women, you might want to take note, your devious behaviors 
are doing what sad guru is talking about. I'm pointing the wrong way, that way. Okay, that's better. Yeah, you're doing this, ladies. Like you're, this is why us men are like, yeah, morals are important. And everyone's like, well, I'm not religious. It's got nothing to do with religion. It's about the the fabric of society is delicate. If we all are like, fuck it, and all just are like, oh, we'll have anarchy and fuck everyone. And yeah, that's that's not going to work out for any of us. It's, it's going to be bad for uh, everything. Not just America, not just, but the world, society, human beings, our interactions have to be dictated by a level of morals, codes between all of us where it's like, you know, but then again, when you look at the vast majority, some people can't even take their uh, buggy back to the little buggy return thing at the grocery store. They're just like, fuck it, I'll leave it here. And then it bangs into your truck or sports car or something that you care about. You know what I mean? Let's continue. So that it can be con conducted in a sensible manner. Now you have raised this to heaven because somebody told you marriages are made in heaven. Right. Thank you. Black Pill Neo, what's up brother? Good to see you again, man. Where you been? We barely got a show over here without you, Neo. What's up? Only the unmarried ones think so. <laughs> CJ says not everyone can be a monk. CJ, you must not understand that I don't mean that you actually should be a monk. I don't mean that you should start practicing Buddhism tomorrow. That's not what we're saying here. But... Being as monk mode as possible is certainly a very good thing. <laughs> oh, is that what the hippie movement was about, CJ? They wanted everyone passive and hedonistic. Well, I would say that back in the day, I remember that uh, my grandfather would talk about it, you know, with me, obviously, back when all this was going on. And he would say that the hedonistic behaviors of mankind today will lead eventually to our own destruction. He said it's it's written about in every holy book. Every holy book, it literally has chapters about it will ultimately be man's desires and desires for entertainments and the flesh, sex, that will uh, be the end of us. Or at least our society the way that we know of it, which I think is pretty much at this point. I mean, look, you know. It's really sad when you look at America and you look at the problems we have, whether it's the uh, drugs are out of control, uh, the school system's out of control, they're, you know, they're, they're doing all kinds of sexual things in front of children. And look, here's the thing. If you're, if you're a person who's part of the rainbow group or whatever, or you're, how about you do that and you don't announce it to everybody? Like, it's totally cool if you do that. Like, I don't care what you do. Do your own thing. I want everyone to do their thing and be happy. But why, why don't you just not, you don't need to teach anyone about it or tell anyone about it or you don't have to. I don't come out here and like socially go to schools and visit little children and, hey, guys, I'm out here straight. I'm banging these broads. I'm out. Look, smell my finger, kid. That's stank on it. No, this is, you know, that would be inappropriate. Right? For me to talk about my sexuality to children and I, let's just move on. But you get where I'm going with this. 
You understand, it's going to be the hedonistic behaviors, whether it's drugs or sex and all of the above, and hell, you can't even have a family in America anymore. Whole country's upside down, everybody hates everybody for every kind of different reason. Oh, you like the that kind of nacho? I like this kind of nacho chip. I hate you. Our families are going to be sworn enemies. Fucking asshole country. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. It's not going to be long. We're going to start seeing, you know, every movie's going to start out with like the Statue of Liberty looking like she's been graped. It's just, it's, it's a deviant society that we're, we're headed towards. And I think that's going to be problematic. But I, again, let's continue. So it's just two people, all right? Now, spiritual process is about turning inward. You... Can I turn inward with somebody else? Guys, you can't find enlightenment with a lot of noise. Seriously. It's got to be you. I keep telling y'all, get selfish, get egotistical. I don't mean by telling other people you're the shit. Think you're the shit. Think you are. Once you start thinking it and believing it, you'll be the shit. I want y'all to understand, look, you have to, do you have any idea how fucking insanely competent and capable and belief in yourself? You have to be insanely crazy to believe in yourself to the level of where you're like, well, you know what, guys, I'm going to be a YouTuber. I'm going to put out videos and people are going to tune in and listen to what the fuck I'm talking about. Do you know how fucking insanely crazy and you have to be to even think of that? That's why you will win, because you believe in yourself enough. Even if you don't believe in yourself, you wake up every day and you say, I'm the shit, I can do it. If anyone can do this, I can do it. I don't know how to do it. I'll Google it. I'll Google every question I have and I'll figure this shit out. It's, that's how you do it. But the difference is some people won't do it. Some people are like, not me. I could never do that. People will look at me. My auntie will think I'm silly and immature and my ex-girlfriend, what if she sees me fail? And what if I don't get a million subscribers? And You done? We got all the excuses out of the, out of the way yet? You done? You have to get crazy in your mindset that you are capable of things. You have to believe in yourself with a belief that no one else has because everyone else around you is going to tell you, you can't fucking do it. Why would you do it? Why are you trying to do something? Why are you trying to be successful? Why are you even trying to do this? This is dumb. Why would you do this? You're not good enough. People are going to tell you this. People that are close to you that you love are going to tell you this shit. They don't want you to succeed at anything. And even if you don't succeed and make money and do it and make it a... If you're happy, if they see you're, you're happy in your life and they're not, man, some people can't take that. That's why you need monk mode. You have to look inward to find yourself in inner peace. If you are not at peace with yourself, you are never going to be happy in life. You're never going to feel any sense of, you're not going to be able to pursue your goals. You're not going to be able to focus your energies and your efforts on your purpose as a man. Because you're going to be all fucking scatterbrained from all this other stuff. This is why monk mode is important. So you can start to look inward at yourself. 
in the things you don't like about yourself, you you don't cry about them. You change them. You change them. Oh, poor pitiful me. Man, shut the fuck up. You change the things that you don't like. If there's something about you and you're like, I don't like, I don't earn enough. Then you make that you decide how to make that happen. And if you're not working towards it and you're failing because you're not working towards it, well, you're a fucking failure because you're lazy. That's why. Because you're not doing it. Because you're not trying it. Because you don't want to. It's too hard. This is too much like work. I'd rather be taking it easy. Well, I mean, you could bust your ass and, as they say, eat shit for five years and then eat like a king for the rest of your life. Right? Right? You could sacrifice. You could downsize. You could sell that brand new $80,000 pickup truck, get you a used car, one bedroom or a studio, and sacrifice for five years. Have a five-year monk mode period. Just you. Get in better physical shape. I don't. You don't have to throw around racks, guys. You don't have to be the guy in the, look at me, I can deadlift. No, 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 man. Just start walking. Just start fucking exercising and breathing a little bit better and eating a little bit better, a little bit more every single day. And by the end of the five years, you will be in great physical health. You'll have money in the bank. Your life will be completely turned around, a complete 180 in the right direction. You can change your life as a man in six months, money-wise, by getting another job. Hell, drive a truck, do whatever. There's a lot of ways a man can change his life financially in six months if he busts his ass to do it. Now, if you're going to lollygag and you're going to say, oh, how did y'all stop and smell the roses? You're going to fucking fail because you're not hungry enough. And that's why we're showing you these videos of these monks. That's why I showed you the monk children earlier and what they're doing and going through. You have to look inward. Marriage is an arrangement to fulfill certain aspect of your life. Don't complicate life by thinking we will walk together on the spiritual path, there's no such thing. Because spiritual path is not <laughs> not the path that you take into the Velangiri mountains that you want to walk together. Even if you go to Velangiri Mountains, please don't walk hand in hand. It's a narrow pathway and it's not an appropriate way to walk in the forest. You can walk in the park hand in hand. You can go shopping hand in hand. You can sit in a cinema hand in hand. You can't turn inward hand in hand. You can't, you got to be social, you got to be single, you got to be just you to make that happen. And that's necessary, guys. Not only is it necessary, but it's a good thing. I mean, it's an actual good thing. So I've had a few people that have been wanting me to start doing a little bit more call-in shows. So I'm going to post the call-in link here. We'll uh, take turns letting everybody call in. Everybody's welcome. Kush, if you want to come on and talk about did you ever think you would be a content creator, feel free to. Anybody's welcome. I'll post the link. Give me a second here, boys. Almost done. 
Let's get you guys a link generated. All right. And hold on one second, boys. Let me find all my shit here. Let me post this in here. Boom. There you go. There's the link. We'll get back into the show in the meantime, and I'll catch an eye. I keep an eye on that to see if somebody does call in so I don't miss anyone and leave them back there. This software I'm using now, it's not as easy to see people when they call in, so it's, uh, you know, I have to... I have to keep my eyes out so that I don't uh, nix anybody. <clears throat> oh, let's see what's going on. Oh. Mr. Kush. Do you, uh, does the audience see me now? Yeah, you're up there now. I brought you in, yeah. I mean, it might be yeah, lagging out if you're looking at it on YouTube, but if you're, you know, what you yeah, see. No, I'm not looking at it on YouTube, but... Um... Yeah, you wanted to ask about the content creation. I saw, guys, you were actually one of my inspirations for doing that. Thank you. So, yeah. Um, you and also um, when I watched uh, Kevin Samuels and after he passed away, mm -hmm. um, that spurred me on. Those things spurred me on to do that. And I'm like, you know, how hard is it really to do that? I'm like, it can't be that hard. Nope. I'm like, I started looking at it and you showed me like initially the ropes on how to do it. And I, I mean, I've, I've been flying ever since I've been, um, growing my channel ever since. And, um, it's just so let you know, in the backstage here, it's a little, you show up a little blurry. Oh, I show up a little blurry in the backstage. Yeah. Just, just FYI. No worries. I don't know why that is. I don't know. It must be your camera or something like that. It could potentially be that um, they don't use as much bandwidth on the backstage imagery that you and I see of each other just because it's not as as, as necessary, you know what I mean, for you and I to see us together there clearly. Yeah, but it, yeah. And I'm turning your volume up a little bit now because somebody said something. Say something for me, Kush. I'm here. Perfect. Thank There's you, sir. in the background. Paul Connor. All right. Hold on. Let me see here. Oh. Hey, Paul Connor, you got to turn the volume off of YouTube. Yeah, he's in the background. He's going to remain there, Kush, because he doesn't have a shirt on. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, cool. I don't know Paul Connor, but we're not going to bring anyone that's half dressed, that's for sure. Oh, look, he left. Probably safe, Probably safe to do that. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, but yeah. You sh you showed me the ropes, and I'm I'm certainly appreciative appreciative of that. And um, I think what and, and the one takeaway I want to have from that is you demonstrated an example of men helping other men, and that's the important that's an important fundamental thing. Yeah. I wanted to mention that's what I wanted to mention coming up. Um, and I did that. Uh, I did. I had to do some of that last night on a live stream. Um, a group of us had to help another individual who was going through just a rough patch. Um, I won't, I won't mention who that person was, but sure. uh, they might even, they might even be in this chat. I've seen him earlier today, but um, he's just, he's just got some things he's going through his life. And um, I think the key is you gotta, you know, once you get to the water, you, you know, um, you gotta be the one who drinks it. Yeah. That's ultimately what it is. I mean, um, the teachers can only take you so far to a point. And then it's up to you um, 
it's up to you to it's it's up to you to do the rest. I you know it, it wasn't my expectation that you were going to hold my hand through streamyards every time. Sure. And my my goal was, hey, you get me you get me going in the right direction, show me how to work the controls, and then I'm on my own from there. Right. And that's how I wanted to and and I, I wouldn't want it any other way. And now I'm at the point where I've I've shown other people how to use streamyards and whatnot. So That's great. Man. Um, and I know that uh, MGTOW Outlaw is starting to do streaming, and it sounds like he could use maybe a little help with that. But sure. I didn't get uh, I didn't get his notifications, or I was busy doing real world stuff or something like that. I'll see if uh, I can get his number and give him a call uh, and help walk him through some of that stuff to help him get started. The, and the the reason I'm so glad that you started Kush is because it sets an example for other men. And I think it has helped some people. I mean, RP Pope streaming now, a lot more people are starting to pick up and starting to do more content creation. And the important part is I can come up here and say all of these things and, and make videos and perhaps make some poignant points or some things that resonate with people. But if I, if, you know, life happens and I have a heart attack and I'm gone tomorrow, one, somebody else has to stand up. So, a night, we need another man to, to keep, start making content, start talking. Other men are looking for the information. And if men are finding you, Kush, and, and you're helping them and they're finding me, and then we need to keep encouraging men to, to have the strength to, or the balls to try well, something. I've already had people in this, some of the people in this chat tell me that I've, I've been influenced, influential in the, their lives. I mean, if I've done that with one person, I've already, you know, partially mission, mission accomplished. Right. So anything I do at this, from this point on, it's just, um, uh, icing on the cake, but it's, it's just, um, I'll have proven that, you know, I'll, even if I did that one time, I'll have made it. It's it's been it'll have been worth my while, right? And I've I've already done it multiple times, and will continue to do so. And um, I'm at the point now, like it, it was like when I quit drinking, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, Paul O'Con Paul Connor, you got to turn YouTube off on the background, the volume. Oh, is he back there? I'm sorry. Yeah. Hold on one sec, Kush. Paul, my bad, man. Yeah, there's a we got a dress code here, and it's not you personally. It's just that um, I've had other people pretend to be other people and come on, you know, shirtless or half naked, and then try to flash the camera and stuff. So it's not. Don't take it personal. It's just a security pr precaution that we run here. But I can see that you are one of my moderators. I know that you're here. I know that you're one of our people. So I do appreciate it. And I see uh, you and Sigma Speaks in the background back there. So I'm going to try to bring you guys on in a minute here. Just give me uh, another moment to talk to Mr. Kush. And uh, then I'll get to you, Sigma, and I'll bring everybody on in order. Sorry, guys. Go ahead, Mr. Kush. I apologize. Yeah, I'm still getting a background from somebody. on you. Somebody's still got YouTube on. Hmm, let me see. I don't even know if I can hear anybody in the background here. Let me see. Oh, you know what? When you're in the uh, collab cam properties, you should have a uh, where you can see the different people in there. If you click on somebody's name, you can drag their volume down to zero. And that should theoretically take them out of the thing. Yeah, I'm doing that. It's not... Uh... I'm not as familiar with this platform either, so. Right, I'm still trying to learn myself. 
It says three um, of 11 guests. I don't see. All right, whoever did, whoever did it should have turned their volume off because that, that was just giving a lot of feedback and uh, I couldn't. I couldn't hear you. So did, did you have another question for me, John? No, Kush. I just wanted to touch base and see if you thought you'd be doing this in the long run. Making, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Making content, you know. No, it's like when I quit drinking, I um, went through the same kind of thing. I, you know, um, what am I going to do? Uh, uh, when am I going to be able to do this? And when I set my mind to doing it, I look back on that now, two and a half years I, I couldn't imagine what my life would be now if I hadn't done that. And it's the same kind of thing. What if I hadn't decided to do content creation where I'd be now? I'd be nowhere near where I am now. Right. I mean, you got to push yourself to do new things. Even in, even at my age, I just turned 50 and you gotta, you gotta push yourself to do new things. I'm learning. I'm still learning Japanese. I'm learning to write and read in Japanese and, um, I'm still improving my ability to, I, I know how to read Russian. I'm getting better at speaking it. You know, these are all things you could do um, as, as a monk. As When you focus in on yourself, you're not focused on the peace leave. Right. That was a big thing when I was in, in college, too. Um, you just, I didn't have time for that bullshit when I was in engineering college. I, I was working a job. I was in college. Um, you know, I was working eight hours at my job, working eight hours in college. I didn't have time for that bullshit and that drama. Right. You know, and that, that, and that just kind of set a precedent for me for the rest of my life. And you've been, and, if you don't mind me saying so, you've been actually very successful as a result of, you know, that, that hard work, I would say. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, par partially that and just seeing other people touch the hot stove and, I figured out uh, that stove's hot. I'm not going to touch it. And that's why I never got married. I, I saw too many of my friends get um, burned right. um, and just thrown under the bus. And, um, you know, I, I, I hear your guys' stories, but I've, I've seen those in, in practice in real life, both when I was in high school, college. All the examples you guys are talking about are things I've seen in real life. All I, I can cite all kinds of real life examples about people being divorced uh, and married multiple times, um, wives cheating on the internet, um, guys not being able to see their kids until they're 18 years old. Um, all kinds, I mean, I, I can tell stories of guys like that right and left. I mean, there are guys in my career who are scared, you know, when they go to trade shows, are, are their wives messing around behind their backs at home? When they're out traveling, you know, I don't have to worry about that shit. Right. And um, I, I get attention from women now. I still get attention. People watch my live streams. I'm getting distracted all the When I'm traveling, I get distracted all the times. I don't care. And at this point in my life, when I look at these women, I'm terrified of them. Right. You have no idea what's going to happen when you close that door behind you. <laughs> what they're going to pull on you, allegedly, or what. Yes. Um I, I'm afraid to get in close quarters with them now. Um, it's a, you have no idea what they're going to do. And I, I saw like one decent looking woman on a, on a plane, on the plane ride, uh, one of my legs from Tampa back here last week. Um, you know, she was decent looking. She was in her early twenties, but she was just dressed like a thought. And she just had that quote unquote, I want to say ran through look on her. Yeah. 
And it, it just, it's, it's not appealing at all. Even though she's attractive, it's just the way they dress, the, the, the sleeve tattoos, the piercings, everything. Or, and the other thing, like the, the flight attendants on this flight were so masculine in nature that it just like, it, it turns you off to women. I mean, it really turned me off. I was watching a, a YouTube video about this guy. He was, uh, world do, he's kind of like one of these adventure travel guys. And I was, watching a video, he met this local Brazilian woman and she's not a super attractive woman. She was maybe a, like a six, a seven or so, right. but her femininity, she was so feminine and you know, traditional feminine and the way that she act, acted, it was a huge turn on. I mean, she offset the fact that she wasn't, you know, a nine or a 10 or an eight right. by the fact that she was, you know, wicked feminine, acted very traditional you know, just acted effeminate. It was, you know, wasn't, is in decent shape. I, I might actually do a stream and show this video just to give people an idea of what I rec what I saw in this, this Brazilian woman. And this guy was out in the boonies. Yeah. Femininity is, is it's so attractive yeah. to see, you know, yep. yep. You just don't see it and much just, anymore. I didn't see that at all last week when I was traveling anywhere. Um, and you even even when you do the passport bro stuff, I mean, you have to get outside the cosmopolitan cities before you can before you even get that. And that's where this guy was. I mean, he was way out. Um, I think this guy was near the uh, Peruvian Brazilian border and he like crossed on this like rickety old boat across the Amazon River. And, you know, he got he he, closed, he said he quote unquote got hijacked by this local Brazilian woman and. They're tearing ass through this little motorcycle and they go back to the, uh, the, the woman's family's house. She's over there sweeping, cleaning. Um, she gets in a nice dress, starts dancing like mariachi music, acting very feminine and traditional. Mm. And it, that was a huge, you know, that's a huge turn on. It's amazing how men, men like that. Yep. Yep. That immediately got my, you know, got my attention like it hasn't gotten it. And, you know, what you see from Western women, um, to see that kind of traditional, kind of a traditional woman, you, you just don't see that anymore. And, mm -mm. and that's why I've just, uh, for all intents and purposes, just given up. Yep. Me uh, too, man. I, I just can't anymore. Like I, I can't even take them serious anymore, you yep. know, and it's not, yep. I'm going to try something here, Kush, just because I've never tried it before. Um, Sigma speaks is backstage and he's been waiting yeah, on me yeah. here. I'm going to try to bring him in. I don't know if it's going to allow both of you on screen or oh, if, you drop, if you want to drop me out, that's fine. No well, worries. Don't, don't let if me you dump try you. The experiment. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try that way. I can see if, how, if I'm learning how, you know, I'm trying to learn how to bring on more people at once, but since you're both backstage and I can add up to 11 people, I'm guessing I just hit show on stream and it's going to bring on our man Sigma here. Hopefully. And let me see, Kush is here. I don't see Sigma Speaks. Let me see if I need to make another uh, collaboration camera though. Hold on, let's see. All right, hold on Sigma, I'm figuring this shit out guys. I apologize. I've got Kush on there now. It says assign source. All right, that's good. Let me make a... Let me add something here for the other one. I think that's how I do it. I'll have to add another box for him to be in. Sorry, guys. 
I'm very uh, not I'll professional. I'm not very professional at this. All right, so this will be number two, and that's our man Sigma. And then hurry up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, boys? How you doing, Sigma? Oh, pretty good. Can you hear me this time? I hear you great, man. I got both of y'all's there volume. Go. Yeah, I got both of y'all's volume pulled up, man. How you been? Oh, pretty good. You know, finished a week of work, so you know, I'm loving that. That's great, man. So I have you here, Sigma. The reason I'm so glad I saw your name on the screen while I was talking with Kush and I didn't want Kush to leave yet is because, Sigma, you quit drinking six months ago. Yeah, just after my birthday. Yeah, I got That's wrecked you. on my birthday and I was like, you know what? I got I to gotta stop this. That's great, so. man. That's great. Well, Kush used to drink and he, Kush, how many years has it been now since you quit? Two and a half. Two Good and a half. You. Excellent. Good for yeah. you. Excellent. Man. Yeah. Well, 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 being diagnosed with cirrhosis of the liver will uh, be a kick in the ass real fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'll take you out quick. When yeah. when it, when you when you realize you're facing death. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't like it that much. Mm. <laughs> I like to drink, but I don't like it that yeah. much. I like to. Live I, I'm at the point now where I'm almost repulsed by the smell yeah. of alcohol. Yeah. It turns me well, off. That's what you'll get. I mean, like if uh, like I. Somebody got a shot of uh, like Jose Cuervo, like really cheap tequila, uh, sitting next to me, and uh, I mean, it almost made me nauseous just smelling it. Um, rusty. It looks like Rusty's in the back. Yes, he did. Yep. I'm making hey, sure. Hey, what's up? Sorry, guys. I'm trying to make sure everybody's levels are good over here, but. So what uh what effects did you see on your sleep, Sigma, if you don't mind me asking? Because for me, the most interesting thing was being able to sleep again when I, yeah. you know, and again, I've, I have just to be me full, too. just for full, I want to be totally transparent here. I've only been without alcohol for about five days now, four days now. There you go. So, Back on the wagon. That's so, a good streak. <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. I, I didn't drink for a long time, and then uh, I was like, I'll have a beer, and then I was right back to my old ways. Apparently, I'm not good at that, so I just can't have any. Yeah, yeah, you can't have any. That, that's, that's what I realized, because I wanted to go 30 days, and then I wanted to do uh, 90 days, kind of reset the liver, but um, it was at the 90-day mark. I had some just brutal cravings, but I, I just realized, you know what, if I have one – I'm going balls deep in it and on that and I won't it'll be another ten years and probably be dead by then. So yeah, you know, I just you said said not a drop and it's been now it's been six months. And like you said, asked about sleep, you know, sleep is oh, it helps um, just unbelievable. It's huge. Completely. And that was the big thing. That was what I realized I feel like I've never felt in, in years because exactly. not sleep. And the other thing is when you drink, you flush out all like the magnesium and all that stuff from your system. And that's what I had anxiety really bad. I would have like not full blown panic attacks, but I would have really bad anxiety, heart racing. My heart rate is down. My blood pressure is down. Do you? Yeah. Yep. So my sleep so much better. I, I have good dreams now. You know, I wake up feeling refreshed. You can't put a price tag on that. I mean, I was always tired all day and just uh, weak. I didn't have any energy. I gained a bunch of weight. I, I'm down like 40 pounds. Uh, yeah, I lost like, a ton of weight. Yeah, yeah just weight. right off you. Yeah. No, yeah. It really helped. It really helps your circadian rhythms. Yeah. And for me, that's a huge help when I travel because I have to More get energy. Out early morning flights and stuff. And that's just so much easier. And 
I'm actually terrified to drink now because I know what that's going to make me feel mm -hmm. like. And I know if I do it, I lose a day. Yeah. And yeah, my absolutely. days in life now are very precious to me. Yep. Yeah. How old are you? 50. I just turned 50 last 50. week. Yep. Yeah, I'm 36, but you know, I'm, I'm like, let me get ahead of any health problems now. You, you, you can see about your skin, you're healthy. Um, but, you know, those health problems, they sneak up on you. When they finally get a hold of you, they don't let go. You know, we, we're in a country where 40-something percent of people are obese. You know, those people are going to have much higher chances of cancer, heart disease, and, and everything. And that coupled with the sedentary lifestyle, I mean, we're, we're already seeing the, the uh, life expectancy in this country tank. It's only going to yeah. get worse. You know, yeah. Yep. Guy at my work, uh, guy, guy who I know, um, he's two years younger than me. He weighs three hundred twenty pounds. He's about the same height as me, six foot two. Okay. He had a he had a heart attack three years ago when mm. he was forty four years old. Forty four. Wow. Forty percent of his his all of his coronary coronary arteries were forty percent blocked. Or more. Really? I've been taking garlic. The artery in question that gave him the heart attack was 99% blocked. But mm. that was the minimum they found. That was the least blockage they found in any of his coronary arteries was 40% was the 40%. least. The least common denominator. Any They found that or more in every one of his coronary arteries. And he has, if anything, gained more weight. Um. And it's just like, I mean, I, I you got to wake up. I told, and I've tried to tell this guy, you got a wake up call. You know, my doctor told me that what about the alcohol, you know, you got a wake up call. And I'm like, I know, I know I did. Yeah. And I, I acted on it. Um, I, I, if I hadn't, if I hadn't answered that wake up call, I'm not sure I'd be sitting here today. If you were that late stage, probably not. Yeah. Man. It's scary. I mean, it's sobering. I had a friend, his name was Corey Sandhoff, you know, my previous job, um, 38 years old. Uh, I said hi to him on a Saturday. You know, we were working on a Saturday. It sucked. And, you know, came back to say, hey, and he wasn't at his desk. I was like, okay. And then uh, I asked the guy, you know, sitting next to him, I said, where's Corey at? And he's like, oh, he wasn't feeling good. He went home, came in on Monday, and uh, they had a, they put a, in our schedule like a, a team meeting going to this this conference room and they're like um you know we lost one of your coworkers and i was like oh shit who it was Corey dropped out of a heart attack 38 mm. years old mm. you know he was overweight you know and but man that really shook me up because I, I finally ended up quitting that job it was the most stressful miserable job ever I, oh my god it was uh, it was a nightmare but um i'm like dude life is too short you know i mean i i, I enjoy being alive i don't know about the rest of you but yes. i like being alive i want every day i can get on this rock you know mm. i see a rust <sighs> i see a rusty backstage guys He's smiling, but he looks like he wants to say something. <laughs> see, I don't see his camera, though, so it won't let me add him. It Do looks you... like he's on his cell phone. Yeah, and that's fine. Do you all actually see a picture of Rusty? Do you see him displayed? I see, Rusty. Yep. I see, see him. it won't let me assign him anywhere because it, uh, it doesn't show him. Hold on. Let me see. There he is. There he is. Hold on. Let me figure out how to bring him in yet because I have no idea what I'm doing, guys. Uh, well, we knew that already. Hey, there <laughs> he is. I want to learn. You guys got to teach me what, you, what What program do you guys use to do like the video and video? You know, like we do like the commentaries. 
Well, I just use I just use a standard StreamYard. Uh, John's using Streamlabs here, a different platform. Yeah. Oh, that's how you do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Streamlabs yeah, desktop. Okay, I'll just see. I saw that app on there. I'll download that for the desktop. Okay, cool. Yeah, Rusty, you here? Yes, sir. Can you hear and see me? I see you and I hear you. I don't see the video moving, but it could just be on my end. But I hear you. Okay. Well, I only got a couple of things to say. Number one, fuck all you motherfuckers. I'm smoking my cigarette. <laughs> uh, Hold on. I got mine here. I'm, 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 drinking, I'm drinking my wine. There you go. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, what the, what the Kush and Sigma were talking about, you young men, pay attention. Don't end up like me smoking these damn cigarettes or nope. uh, drinking my, my wine. <laughs> It's good for your heart. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But I, I would not recommend getting a hold of that shit. Kush uh, smokes up there because that does some wild stuff, but uh, it works yeah. for him. Uh, but anyways, this is a really weird setup, John. I'm looking at right now. I had a hard time figuring it out how to get in here. But you figured uh, it out? Definitely not. Yeah, I did. Definitely not Streamyards. This is like. Uh, El Primo. Yeah, stuff, yeah. You know it. The, well, yeah. we don't have lag, the man. We don't have the lag. Remember, I used to lag out all the time, and everyone would always complain I was lagging. Yeah. And no one has said anything in two weeks ever since I installed this program. Everyone's like, "Yep, the the, the signal has been decent enough, or at least on my end." Uh, you know, on the rewatch when I rewatch some of them to see if everything went according to plan, the quality looks yeah. good enough. But uh, yeah, it is a little bit trickier to figure out. But once I master how to bring people in, and um, I mean, you guys shouldn't have many options to click on when you click my link. It should be a minimal amount of possibilities. Uh, it's, not it's not much more than StreamYards. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Hey, hold, hey, hold on a second, John. I got to do a Gone with John tribute. Are you ready? I am. Fuck there we yeah. go. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Uh, oh shit! Oh shit! Guys, I'm telling y'all, man, this is what it's all about right here, man. <laughs> there we go. Let's Hell go. yeah, Rusty! It looks like you're on the boat, man. Actually, let's be a little bit careful. There may be some people looking for me tonight. I really can't speak for such, but undisclosed, undisclosed, right? I think he's on top of a cell phone tower. <laughs> Send it in the hostage rescue team right now. <laughs> nice, man. I see a laser dot on his chest. Watch out. <laughs> As long as the government is not after me for having any association with True Blood and, uh, and Chaos for You, because they burnt that damn rush front down. <laughs> That's great. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I missed uh, it. True Blood was meeting up with Chaos today. Oh, my and God. They was... just got done. They just got done eating the buffet. Just as soon as they walked out, the whole damn place caught on fire. Really? So the fire trucks were coming. 
the police, everything. Yeah. They got swatted. Is it on uh, True Blood stream? Oh yeah. yeah, it's there. Yeah. Oh my god, I have to watch yeah. that. Miracle. Yeah, they're at the, they're at the end of their stream, and then all of a sudden they're like looking over there, and it's like, do we see smoke over there? And then all of a sudden there's like, <laughs> they they get the they get out of the building, and you hear this Karen freaking out, calling nine one one, and uh, then you see them, and you see the smoke billowing out the back of the kitchen, a big plume of black smoke. Wow. And then you see the fire trucks all coming, and then they're like, yeah, I think we need to get the fuck out of here. What <laughs> luck is that, man, to catch a, yeah, a so fire? Yeah, somebody went to the bathroom. Yeah, Brandon said he was smoking. Oh, yeah. Somebody was smoking. It's so good to see. It's so good to see you guys all wearing sunglasses, man. What what an amazing thing. I got to come up with a new setup for how we're going to do the layout for multiple chats, but I can have up to 11 people at a time, which might be a lot. Um, but I want to start doing a couple of panels of three, four guys, five guys, something like that. <clears throat> I did say panel. I don't want to start doing three or four guys. Uh, <laughs> but we'll set it up and get it to where it looks a, a better, uh, <laughs> a little bit better uh, viewpoint, I guess, because I feel like I'm trapped in the middle of you guys. Yeah, it looks like a little Oreo sandwich there for sure. I could turn the <laughs> chat off in the meantime because we don't need the chat on. At least that will be. There you go. At least now I'm a little bit more. Well, cool, man. Well, Rusty, uh, you just chilling out this evening? Anything big going on? Well, just chilling out for, for now. And I uh, uh, didn't know you were streaming. I got notified and, you know, oh. just jumped on here. Gotcha, man. Uh, I just got done wrapping up. I just got done wrapping up some uh, business for the MGTOW house that we got going on down here. That's cool. And uh, I'm not going to say any names. Sure. You know, I mean, uh, sure. there's a few of them that were in the chat that if they want to say that they're coming down here, that's fine, but I won't. Right. Uh, and uh, things, uh, things have been slow progress with putting together the uh, 503C organization uh, that uh, True Blood uh, came up with. True I was going to ask about that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, a part of it and facilitating, you know, getting information and stuff. Uh, uh, I was supposed to meet with the CPA uh, last week, but that didn't turn out good and had to reschedule. Right. But uh, so that project is, uh, uh, it's slow. It's going to take a while, but we're going to get there, you know, to help men out. You know, there were several guys that mentioned Vinchin, you know, in the chat, you know, people like that who are dying yeah. and on their deathbed and some brother wants to go and visit them, hold their hand. You know, this organization will pay for their hotels, their food, their Aye. rental cars, their clothing, everything, you know, the ferryman. And uh, as far as the MGTOW house goes, well, that seems to be on track. You know, we're, we're, we're yeah. going to do it. It's, uh, it's working out pretty good. And of course, you know, who, you know, stayed there with me, you know, for the past week. Right. I'm sure he's eating right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that guy, but man. That's all the news I got. What about oh, you? Eric, Eric Zombro is beating the shit out of everybody in chess. Oh he's really? A, 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 he's in a fifty-two person competition, and he's 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 won, and he's oh, winning. Wow. 
Check him for anal beads. Yeah. yeah when, when my, eating. <laughs> my son first learned how to, one of my sons first learned how to play chess a few years ago. And uh, he was probably, I mean, I don't know, he had to be like 11, maybe 10 years old at the time. And, um, you know, he was learning it and had been playing it a little bit with his buddies. And uh, he asked me to play one day. And just for fun, the first time around, I hit him with a four move checkmate. You know what I mean? Like the first opening, hey. and I mean, I, I smashed him. And it's a very easy to learn opening. And a, and then last uh, weekend or so ago when he was here, he was like, hey, I've been really learning chess and openings and stuff. Let's play. And it, it's a, that was the last time we had played was when I four-move checkmated him. And uh, I tried it again, and he just killed me. He just destroyed me. Was, um, he was way better at chess than I was. So... Yeah, and uh, let me just say his name three times, like Beetlejuice. Polska, 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 where are you? I am waiting to take you on, sir. <laughs> You're crazy, man. Bring it. What's wrong with that? <laughs> oh, and me and Kush, me and Kush got a little friendly uh, hair thing going on. Kush is oh, winning hey. right now, but but check this out, Kush. I'm catching up. Uh oh. Hold on. There you go. Catching up. Oh shit! Sigma's <laughs> got to show y'all. Hold on. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh hell! Sigma's got us booked. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've been growing Sigma for a couple. Beat our ass. <laughs> I've been working from home for a while. Looking like John Okay, Wick so is. what we need to do is is to save our asses here. We need to say this is only for fifty plus year old men. So okay. Sigma's out. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to catch up to you guys in a little bit. I don't know what yeah, I would. All right. I don't know what I would do if I ha if I didn't uh, if I had hair like I used to. I'm so used to not having it now, and it's interesting enough. Like we, I put all this footage together to do tonight's live stream for everybody, and then I was like, I'd rather talk to these guys anyways. But I actually have a video on here about a monk talking about how your hair causes a lot of problems for you. I haven't watched it yet, but I just thought that happened oh, to be no. interesting that we were talking about it. I don't know how it would, but I'm sure it makes sense to them anyways. Hey, now, you know, on that note, John, just as, as just kind of like a one additional thing I would add, you know, I, I see this over and over and over again. The uh, definition of MGTOW the definition of monk, you know, and uh, the tenets, the rules, what's written in stone, what's flexible. And uh, it's real simple. No marriage, no cohabitation, yep. and no unwanted children. Yep. And you see, yep. we say no unwanted children yep. because men are going to be able to get kids. We can get them right now. It costs you $60,000. It's yes. called surrogacy. So you can get a kid, but it's wanted. And so you see, you're not breaking MGTOW tenets if you get the wanted kid. And yeah. also, as a subset of MGTOW, which is monk, which is the ultimate mode, and I praise all the monks out there. You know, like I always say, I'm all, I, listen, I'm a monk when I'm not with the woman. Okay. <laughs> uh, there is nothing in MGTOW tenets that say, no relationship. It just says no marriage, no cohabitation, and no unwanted children. Okay. You want to smash and dash? Fine. Yeah. You want to have a relationship? 
as long as you stay within the lines of Big Town, fine. You know, but I think a lot of the young guys get this messed up and it turns them off because, you know, the young guys, it's hard to go off. Yeah, I mean, your, your work, I mean, when I was in my 20s, for God's sakes, I still had biology going on, man. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yep. I mean, I, I still, you know, I still had my, my fun. I just, I, I didn't make it the, the epicenter of my life. Yep. And I think ironically, Kush, I think that's what so is killing so many women modern women's success at anything right now is because it seems like their sexuality is the center of their life and their entire existence revolves around it i mean it everything is so sexualized to women modern women anyways for sure and i i you know i don't see how it wasn't productive when we tried to do that 24 hours a day i don't see how it's going to be productive when they're doing it right <clears throat> Yeah, no, I just uh, I I just saw the examples. I, you know, um, particularly after I graduated college, I saw my uh, friends who were busy chasing tail, and that never ended up good. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that you just have that on your mind all the time, um, and you're not focusing. You know, I was focused on my career, traveling traveling different places, going around the world. Um, and I I had a but it, that also um, taught me a lot of things about women because everywhere I traveled to the world, that's where I learned AWALT real quick. Yeah. yeah. When you experience what, what color of the skin, the yeah. religion, the language, yeah. the upbringing, the, the place, they, they all act the same underneath. Yep. They all have the same machinery underneath, yeah. the same yep. basic blueprint underneath. Yeah. And, they're all daughters of Eve, you know, and that was kind of the realization I had the other night is that, you know, when we look at Eve, these are polarized glasses, I can't see you guys, um, but um, when you look at Eve and you look at um, her behavior, right, she wanted what she couldn't have, right? When the, the serpent tempted the two of them, he didn't tempt Adam with that fruit, right? Because Adam would have been like, get the hell out of here, I don't need that, it's a stupid fruit. But she saw what she couldn't have, and then, of course, this idea that there's something more out there than her life is, you know, and it's that boredom and, and they pass that on to their offspring. And then you look at Adam uh, and of course, Adam should have, should have, you know, been loyal to God. Instead, he chose pleasing his woman. I mean, he, he was just a classic beta male. And so we're all, that's, that, that's our propensity is to try and please women and try to, you know, and, and that, that's a real eye-opening thing because we're all descendants of those two knuckleheads, you know? Hey, let me, let me give you guys something new that I don't think anybody's heard before. It's something that I have been working on. I actually have been taking notes, maybe to write something, but at least to get some coherent thoughts on. And I'm going to use Cush as a, 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 a to help me out with this because he's the freaking chemical engineer that speaks five different damn languages. All right. Now, Cush, if you got a chemical or a compound and you put an oxygen molecule in it or an atom or whatever you call it, that chemical is going to have a particular reaction, right? Well, most organic chemicals will burn in oxygen. They'll have a reaction. Right. Okay. Well, I'm I, I, uh, forget oxygen. I'm a, a pick a pick an element or something. What I'm trying to say is, is that if you put in a particular thing, 
the other things are going to have a particular reaction to that particular thing, right? Right. But if you put in a different thing, you're going to get a different reaction, right? Of course, yes. Yeah. This is the theory that I've been working on that you see blue pill beta males elicit and cause a different reaction with women yes. versus an alpha red pill man will yeah. cause an entirely different. So here's the interesting thing, and we haven't talked about this in a minute here. Maybe some of this is freaking some of our fault because we got all these blue pill males, these blue pill simp army, and they're causing these women to act in a certain way. But if we can introduce them to the red pill, then the women start acting better. They start acting right. And we get a different reaction out of them. What well, do you think? I think it's definitely. We've, we've talked about that before. It's the, it's the guppy mentality. When you're, when you're the, when you ignore the, when you ignore the female guppies, the females are going to be curious about you. You know, you you become that piece of cheesecake that they can't eat. You become yep. that, mis, you, you know, that's the thing for me. That's what gets women attracted to me is I'm mysterious. And I'm going to tell you guys, the, Bi the Bible has spoken about this. Every religious book, the Bible itself says, spare the rod, spoil the child. And, you know, if you want to blame anyone, I would go back as far as the simps of our grandfathers and fathers who made their women. Because, look, at, at one point, this shit, the genie was in the bottle. And y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. At one point, the genie was in the bottle. And as that genie starts coming out and the top gets a little looser and a little looser and well, it's hard to get that thing back in the bottle now. I mean, I'm with Rusty completely. We need these men. We need all. We should teach red pill talking points to, to kids across the nation in elementary school. Like, yeah, be careful, women. They're great and wonderful, but be on your guard. And but I mean, the, at the end yeah, of the day, was, the the lack well, of discipline. The way you're going to do that is um, encourage people. I think what we got to avoid are these echo chambers where you get these. You know, a lot of people in this community who become extremists and, you know, follow this, you know, instead of just sticking to the three pillars, like Rusty said, you know, they start imposing their ideological bullshit, their ideological, you can't ever speak to another woman kind of crap, right. which, is, which is the kind of nonsense. I mean, you, you know, in this day and age, you have to be able to interact with women. This is my personal opinion. Maybe some other people think differently, but um, women have to start learning this too, that they've been screwed in this process as well. You know, they're the bullets talks about it. The great re cometh, you know, women don't realize they still don't realize how badly they've been duped. And then if, if we start, the more people, the more men that start getting educated in the red pill, we need to educate them and teach them in a positive way. Not shove bullshit ideology down their throat. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about, Kush, is that a lot of our focus sometimes is like, okay, repeal the 19th. Okay, I'm for repealing the 19th. Guess what? It's never going to fucking happen. Okay? Right. We're never going to get rid of the 1964 uh, birth control pill whenever... 
Being cut out there. I think he did. Yeah, that seems a little more permanent. Let's see. Well, I was going to say while, while we wait, um, it's, I, I blame it on a lack of, of course, the lack of fathers, obviously. You know, that, that's the big thing. So the, the whole point is that women need to feel safe. You know, they need security. That's why they want a guy with money because they associate that with safety and security. But if you look at a really strong, stoic man, you know, a, a king, you know, like my father would, when he would come home, I always tell the story, you know, I would hear him downstairs, I'd hear thump, thump of his boots. And I would feel safety just wash over me. Exactly. And so, I, you know, and so when women feel safe, then they can have fun. But see, the problem is they see these cucky beta men. They know Kit won't, won't stand up for them in a street fight. They, they, you know, and so we've allowed, we have criminals, you know, doing these, you know, like, like up in Portland, Oregon. They've pulled Walmart out of Portland, Oregon because of all the yeah. theft and the crime. So these women Antifa. feel. Yeah, Antifa, yeah. And, and so these women don't feel safe. And so they do what they do, which is to try to, you know, project this air of dominance and masculinity um, simply because they're not feeling safe. And so we teach these boys, instead of teaching them to be soft and docile and weak, we teach them to be strong, competent men. Then your women start to feel safe again. And then I think society will, will sort of return to normal again. Instead of girls chasing the bad boy, they'll chase daddy. That's what they're supposed to have, I mean, ultimately. I mean, it's I not hate to be men married much younger women. Yep. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, Sigma. Uh, and that single mama statement, that began because of the 1964 Yeah. All the single mama stuff. That's when the women had sexual revolution. You see, up yeah. to that point, men were in control of women's biology for 10,000 freaking years. Yeah. And then in 1964, they got in control of it. And then yep. all of a sudden, that's where the spread of all the single mama households began. Yeah. And that was on purpose, too, because remember, you know, LBJ was you know, the guy that did the Great Society. He was a, he was in the KKK. He was a high level. That came out when Trump released some of those JFK documents. And he was that's the one that, that said, you know, we'll get black people on welfare and have them voting Democrat for 100 years. And because communists do that, that what they do is they they become the parents. You know, you look at Sweden. I don't know if you've ever seen Swedish people. They're literally children. These are 40-year-old adults with kids, and it's like talking to a five-year-old. They just have this wide-eyed, innocent kind of, you know, thing because the communists want the state to be the parent. And, and so I remember that, that, I can't remember what her name was. She was on like MSNBC. She's like, we need to get out of this private idea that children belong to their parents and that they belong to whole communities. That is communist talking points because they want to break up society. And the master stroke was birth control because, like you said, just since 1960, women were given that power. Society has disintegrated because now they give away the only thing that gives them any value, which is sex. We, know, we all know that. And without men, men used to have to marry to get sex. I mean, that's just how it was. And so with, when women can now just, with everyone, men, of course, say, well, I'm not going to take any financial risk and marry you if I can get the sex for free. And society that, that has built and lasted for 10,000 years survived the bubonic plague, survived the Spanish influenza, survived both world wars. In, in just one generation was destroyed because of giving women the ability to control things. That's, that's a master stroke. The, well, the, the key that that did too is that empowered women in in such a way that I mean 
before that time, you know, women were the gatekeepers of the peace league. They, right. you know, they were taught by their mothers, you know, that's not something, you know, that's, that's one of the most precious things you have. Your precious commodity. Yep. And, um, you know, you, you don't just give that away. Yeah. And then came in these these ideas that say, oh, just give it away all you want, and yeah. guys won't care. Well, yeah, we do. We care like hell. We do. Yeah. Again, the old analogy of a car. You know, you're not going to take a car with 400,000 miles and get the same you're going to get for a brand new car. It just is what it is. Especially when men have options because society, things have gotten so difficult for men out there. Most men go, even if I make 100,000. They'll want a million. I make a million, they'll want a hundred million. You know, there's no point to it. So the few men like us that actually go out and are entrepreneurs and work hard, you know, we have all the options because at the end of the day, women still want security. And and there's just fewer and fewer to go around. It's like musical chairs, you know, there's just not a lot of chairs and there's a whole lot of female butts trying to sit in them, you know. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what they want and what they have done for the past seventy something years. They have voted away our freedoms yeah. for their safety and security and that is is why we need to repeal the 19th but we can't do it or go back to only landowners voting you know i mean there there was a reason why men voted was because we had to sign up for the selective service i remember being 18 my parents taking me to the post office like why the hell go to the post oh you gotta fill out this thing and i'm like draft i'm not getting drafted like no it's the law you gotta sign up for this i was like why It's 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 the it's the old saying, you know, a uh, hundred thousand men die on the battlefield. Women most affected. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I just hate the the concept of the privileges that these women have. You know, it's, you know, you see these podcasts where these women they they're they're so overprivileged, and it's all based on a on a, a system that men build, and that only men like us. That, that we're a dying breed. This is the last generation. Do you, do you, you think you, if you go forward 20 years into the future, 30 years into the future, the majority of us are either going to be dead or we're going to be retired, not maintaining this grid. I mean, the power grid. I mean, one person in North Carolina, South Carolina, I think it was, shot a substation with a rifle, took power out to a whole city. I mean that's that is the the the, the dam that is that is collapsing before very eyes, and and that's what's propping these women up. Without it, we're we're going into the dark ages. Yeah, uh, there's uh, uh, part of the reason I got deployed next week is because I'm the only one who can service this equipment, troubleshoot it. Yeah. In our company, in in the probably in the entire company, and probably one of the few few people in the world. Who can even service this equipment? And I'm not going to be working that much longer. Right. Well, yeah. Kush, what, and, a, and what right. about Susie in accounting? She couldn't do it? <laughs> the HR lady? Yeah, the HR yeah. lady. That's with, right. With pronouns. With that's, the pronouns. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the problem. The accounting lady can't do that. And the, the other people in my office can't do that. The younger um, people can't do that. And... Um, that's the problem. The people who are who are running our our chemical plants, you know, people my age are retiring. Yeah. You know, you 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 talk. I hear talk 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 about that train disaster. Um, expect to see more of that. Yeah, you know, I will only see that. more of that. Yep. In the future. I know that an old school somebody that had that was in that industry for 20, 30 years would not have said, "Yeah, let's burn it off." 
I mean, you know, somebody with some oh, years so of it. Yeah. Somebody that has experience dealing in that industry for years and years would have definitely been like, yeah, let's not atomize this under, you know, heat and pressure. Let's not do that. Yeah. But I grew hey, up not far from there. Damn shame. I wanted to, before I forget, because I'm very forgetful. Uh, son, this Sunday at eight o'clock, Texas, Mississippi time, me and Bullets are going to do a stream together. Oh, and yeah. I expect to see all you dirty motherfucking criminals oh, yeah. on that I'll damn stream. I'll go over and yep. check that out for sure, man. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Uh, tell, uh, well, Bullets, I see Bullets in the stream, uh, in the chat. Bullets, man, yeah. um, post a link to your channel, guy. Uh, if you don't mind, Bullets, that way anyone listening or anyone watching on the replay can uh, see the link, hopefully, during this particular moment. And go over and subscribe yeah, to Bullets. It, yeah, if any of the guys in the chat are bullets, uh, he's a really cool dude. Uh, he's not a young guy. He's not a young guy. He uh, is lost God's years. <laughs> uh, he is out monk. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's a hard worker. And he's got uh, morals, principles, values, ethics. And uh, he, what's interesting about bullets is, is that he does not fall in line with some of our bigger you know, uh, MGTOW monk guys. He, uh, mm -hmm. and I can tell you another thing too, and uh, I don't know, I'm sure there's a few other guys around that can say the same thing, but way back when, I'm talking like, you know, two, you know, 2011, I'm talking about AOL and SoCal and, you know, the days of Chris Cantu and Spesnix and Barbarossa and Stardust. I remember... Seeing bullets, bullets was right in there. Howard Dare, you know, I remember when all that went down. Bullets has been around forever, you know, and uh, he really, he really got a head on his shoulders. And uh, I'm really gonna enjoy a uh, uh, stream with him, and you know, God knows what we're gonna talk about. Yeah, and bullets and I collaborate pretty closely too. Heck yeah. Yep. More voices. That's all we need. That's exactly what I'm telling you, man. That's my biggest goal is to get guys that can, uh, you know, to believe in themselves enough to be able to pick up and do this when it's necessary. Because, I mean, it, it might come to that point where every man's every man's got to start telling other men, hey, you know, this, be careful yeah. of this, be careful of that. And I know that we're going to run into a lot of men that are like, well, I can't give up peace leave. And I get it. I look, I love this stuff. I'm not saying I won't ever do it again. I won't ever marry them again or live with them again. But, uh, you know, for the time being, obviously, a uh, monk mode. This no, is... they, they smell good. They feel good. Yeah. 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 Well, hell yeah, guys. Thanks for helping me set this up. I learned how to add text tonight. I never didn't know how to do that. I've never had more than one person on screen. I learned how to do that. And I can resize everybody as needed. So I'm, I'm super stoked. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anybody else streaming this evening? I don't know. I might. I'm, I might. I've been contemplating it, but I'm okay. not sure. Gotcha. We're about an hour and 44 minutes into this one. I think I'm going to go and eat me a snack and go to bed. There you go. Yeah. Rust, I think I'm going to go eat me something too. Rusty, are you wearing a, a collared shirt? Hey, he's wearing a polo. Actually, yeah. Yeah, <sighs> I, I don't want to say what was going on right before 
but I noticed that Paul uh, uh, had the little dress code thing. I was like, damn. I said, I better put a damn shirt on. I, I uh, <laughs> you well, got dress code. And Paul's my guy. Like, I know Paul. He's in yeah. here all the time. He's awesome. Uh, you know, he's definitely one of our people and everything. But I've I've had people yeah, pretend actually, to be uh, people before in the – so. Paul, Paul's a, I think Paul might be one of the oldest guys amongst us. He was born in 1958. Damn, how do you know this? I think that is, I know things, John. Hey, just <laughs> 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 <So> fed. <laughs> yeah, the only person I think's older is R. Vero. R. Vero. I think, yeah. I haven't anyways, seen yeah, R Paul in a while. 58. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's been a little bit busy, uh, He's been having trouble uh, because uh, the the seasonal change. He's having to do a lot of work keeping up his house right now. Ah, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know things, John. I didn't say you didn't. <laughs> I just thought it was strange that you had that information on hand already. But good I for- have files. That's good. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a fed. He glows. <laughs> Well, guys, thank y'all so hey, you much, know, I man. Watch every, I watch everybody that comes into these streams. Yep. Check them all out. That's good, man. And we're glad you do, man. I, I always uh, like knowing there's people in the chat or, you know, moderators in the chat that are making sure it's nobody that doesn't need to be. Yeah. yeah. I have I have uh, some people. Okay, so- you guys have a good night. All right, Rusty. Take it easy, man. We'll see you, bud. God bless y'all. See ya. Bless. Stay safe. See you, Rusty. All right. I turned so you call it in a night here? I think so, man. It's an hour and 45 minutes in. Um, Fair enough. Unless y'all want to talk about quitting drinking a little bit more because that might help somebody. But other than that, I'm big chilling. I'm about to go. I'm and... game for that. Kush, you know if you're going to stream tonight at all? Yeah, I could talk about that when I, I if I stream later tonight. Yeah. Well, you or, don't have... uh, if not, I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. Well, give me one second and I'll be right back and we'll continue this non-alcohol talk because I think it ties closely into this monk mode thing. Yeah. Because in my personal opinion, you can't, and in this, I'm speaking this from my own personal experience, to really get to know yourself better, you got to put the alcohol down, in my opinion. Y'all discuss, I'll be right back. And there, there are some people in this chat who need to hear this stuff too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, alcohol because it, it's so prevalent. Um, it's and and it's so cultural, you know, and and that's what makes it tough, you know, because alcohol is such a uh, oh, it's such a good mask for any problem that you have. But you know, it's just like you have a, a wound and you put a bandage over that wound. Sure, you don't see it. But that doesn't mean it went away. You know, it's like burying your head in the sand. You know, that that thing is getting infected by the time alcohol is no longer you know, the, the, the no longer medicates you, you know, you're in trouble. And now you've got gangrene and you're losing a limb, you know. So anyone out there that, that's battling that demon, uh, if you need to go to AA, you know, I, I went to an AA meeting with a friend, you know, he uh, just a coworker of mine. He, he wasn't drinking. He was smoking fentanyl and a nice guy, you know, young guy making money and and he's smoking fentanyl. And so he's like, you know, I, I need somebody to go with me. I'm like, sure, when? It was, but it was really nice. You know, these people, you know, alcohol is, is destroying these people's lives. And, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, they're self-medicating. And it's such a good 
temporary solution, but that problem is waiting for you and getting worse and worse and worse. And you're reducing all of your your faculties to be able to deal with that problem when you finally have to deal with it, you know. It, it's such a it's such a demon, you know. Yeah, and it 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 becomes it becomes a, a coping mechanism, and what yep. it became for me too was a a coping mechanism for uh, red pill rage as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, that's one thing I I want to tell young people, you know, don't let that. I use that as a way to occupy mm-hmm. time that I could have spent, you know, doing more in inner inward yeah. thinking. I still did a lot of inward things, but. I could have done even more had I not yeah. um, been drinking when I was younger. And yeah. uh, I mean, it, it helped me in so many ways. It helped my career mm-hmm. when I quit drinking too. Um, you know, it's just because you're, you're, you're thinking with a clearer mind. Yeah. And you don't realize it's almost like glasses. I remember one time, uh, my eyesight's not the best, it's not bad, but it's, it's not great. And uh, friendly wears glasses and they were like the perfect prescription because all of a sudden it was like seeing in 4k whereas i've been seeing in like you know tvs from the 70s you know and drinking is the same way you don't realize um the impairment it has on your mental facility and then like john was saying you know you, you don't get a good night's sleep you don't get that rest um and that has a tremendous effect on you mentally and you know if you're trying to improve yourself better yourself you're not going to be able to do that when you're you're handicapping yourself mentally um to such a degree you know you have to see the benefit you know and and i felt the benefit within the first few days i mean i had headaches and nausea and everything but you know my my head was clearing up my you know everything poison it is it is a poison and that's yeah. why your liver deals with it. Your liver is designed to take care of poisons, and that's why um, it's so destructive to your liver because your liver is basically your defense mechanism from getting that. Because if that gets through, it can really it really can damage other parts of your body badly. Yeah. Um, and what it does is it'll also mess up the uh, physiochemistry and in the way your brain fires. Um, because it changes solubilities, it changes everything. You talk about the saline solution that leaves your body. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's why I, I actually had seizures because of it. Really? And because of that reason, I think, because the the alcohol, because um, I had to take a potassium sol- supplement. And mm-hmm. what was happening is I didn't have enough po- potassium because the damn alcohol was... Yep, you know, it washes it right out. I yeah. think that's why they say a lot of alcoholics' eyes will tear up, you know, not tear like crying, but they'll just tear and they'll wake up in the morning with lots of crust in their eyes because their eyes yep. have just... Interesting. Yeah, a lot of yep. moistures come out of the eyes at nighttime. Let me ask, I'm going to ask both of you this. I'll start with you, Kush, since you're on top, and then I'll, you know, same question for Sigma, but did you did you at some point maybe a week or two weeks or a month later realize that you were had extra money? Oh God, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I've I've saved a whole lot of money because of that. Um, I'm going to ask yes. you a, a B to that question real quick before we go on to Sigma and ask him the same two questions. Um, <clears throat> at the height of your heaviest drinking, do you think how much money do you think you spend a day on your habit, Kush? 
if you don't mind me probably asking. Probably twenty-five to thirty dollars. That's a, that's yeah, and that'll get you there. That'll get you there. All right, but, Sigma. Uh, at at some point during it's the twofold. I think oh. it's a twofold thing. It's not just drinking, you know, buying bottles of liquor. Right. But it's when I go to the bar and go to dinners. My company loves me now because my dinner tabs, my food tabs are so low. Oh yeah, yeah, dinner drinks. Freaking expensive. Yep. Yep, dinner drinks. Yep. Yep. Sigma, what about you? Over the last six weeks, have you noticed that you have a little bit more money in your pocket than you did? I mean, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a car payment basically. So it's noticeable. It's not. Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, very much. Oh yeah, it's 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 amazing. I'm so because you, you think you you drink, but then of course you know maybe you do more weed, right? Because alcohol is not the only thing that um, that you end up spending money on. You of course you end up. I, I would buy junk food, right? Or because sure. you know it fluctuates your your blood sugar, so you know, you're hungry a lot, so you're eating more. So everything exactly. it just sort of piles up. Same kind yep. of thing. I experienced the same mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yep. I I had a intensity to eat healthier when I quit drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you think eating healthier is more expensive, but when you cut out the cost of junk food and all this other stuff, awesome. you know, it, it's drastic, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, At the height of your drinking, Sigma, how much would you say you spend a day if you had to guesstimate? I'd say probably about twenty bucks a day. It was quite a bit. Which, yeah, that's six hundred dollars a month. You know, yeah. that, like I said, that's a that's a car payment, and, sure. and um, you know that when you remove that expense along with all the other you know expenses that are tied to it, you know, because now I'm you know I, I I rarely ever smoke weed like I used to. I was smoking every day a lot, you know. So yeah, it, it becomes a just a complete almost financial transformation there where you're cutting out a massive expense. And then of course, less expense, less stress, you know, more money to spend on things that are actually beneficial for you. So um, quitting drinking was the best thing that I've ever done. You know, and then of course there's also that when you drink, you, you feel that, that sort of that darkness, you know, I don't know how to describe it other than like this, this heaviness, this yep. weight, you know, yep. and, um, man, you know, without that, you're just more positive. You, you, yeah. you, it's so easy to be defeated. It's, it's so easy to say, oh, tomorrow I'll, I'll do this, or next month I'll do this, next year, you know, and then you lose a, a decade of your life. I lost a decade of my life into that bottle, you mm. know. Thank God that's all it was. Some people, you know, lose, you know, decades, you know. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, I lost, I lost a lot of time to that. Um, yeah. I pissed away a lot of time to that. Absolutely. Um, I think it's good that both of y'all are here so we can kind of bounce all this around. I mean, I've talked openly on my channel and my videos about, uh, you know, battling this at different points in my life. And the other night when I brought it up at the end of that live stream, I was like, well, I know I got to tell, you know, my my people, um, Mm -hmm. you know, simply. But I felt the level of shame and I was really embarrassed about it because, you know, I, I feel like I know better. I've known better. I had already quit. And it was just one of those things where like on a whim, I was like, hey, it's a great day. I'll grab a beer. And it is fine. Yep. I'll have a in, in, you know, two weeks later, I'm like, hey, I'll have my eighth beer. And I'm like, oh, that's a problem. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. I, on my 50th birthday. You think I would have loved an extra dry martini with that steak? Fuck mm. yeah. 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 But I, like, I, absolutely not. Because you know what? I know what that's going to make me feel like the next day. And it ain't yeah. going to be pretty. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's no question about it. Yeah, and well, and that, and that was kind of what I realized too. You know, because in, again, initially I didn't say I was going to quit drinking. I was just like, I'm just going to little temperature check, do do a month, you know, kind of let the liver reset. And then then it became three months. But right at that, I think I hit the hundred day mark, and I was like, I'll have a beer, you know. And I knew, I knew the second I taste that. It, I'm 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 right back in it. So thank God, uh, you know, I, I didn't. I, I just ended up going to bed. That, that's what I did. Yeah, I was just. It was like five thirty in the afternoon. I'm like, nope, I'm going to bed. And I literally just turned a, a Lex Friedman podcast on because you know, he always puts me to sleep. And uh, I went to sleep. Woke up the next day, and I'm like, that's it. No more. You know, because if I have one drink, I'm gonna feel like crap again. I'm going to spiral right into that oblivion. Maybe it's for six months. Maybe it's for a year. Maybe it's for another decade. And, you know, I'm dead at, you know, 45. I don't want to be a statistic, you know. No, no, not at all. Well, boys. Plus, I I saw it. I I have a family history of it, too. Mm -hmm, Me, too. Yep. Yep. My family and and people in my family still drink. And I've had to distance myself from them because – as a result, I've become elevated above them mm-hmm. um, because of it, and they kind of want to pull you down, yeah. down into that. And I'm like, no way, man. Nobody, nobody wants you to have a drink more than people that are still drinking. That's the weirdest yep. thing about it, and I don't understand that. Like, even when I was drinking, I, and people were like, "I don't drink," I was never like, "Hey, have a no, come on." I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm about to have six drinks." But uh, uh, for some reason, there are certain people that if they drink with you and th- they will forever want you to and you'll be you'll tell them like this shit was killing me and they'll be like, oh, yeah. come on, have a drink with me. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, boys, we're two hours in and I'm about ready for bed. It's nine o'clock yeah. here. Thank you all so much, man. We're going to start having more of these talks here. I know. Uh, Obviously, Kush, I'll come on your show anytime you want. You know that. All you have to do is ask. You're welcome anytime, of course. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate that. And Sigma, I would like to see more of you as well, sir. I'm going to download that app and start playing around with it tonight and you know, um, kind of figure out how to use it, start doing some stuff, you know, because I, I want to do Again, the more voices, the better because, you know, the, the left and, and or your enemy, it's just the, their voices are everywhere and then and people feel alone they feel like they're on an island all by themselves and the more people out there like hey and, and there's not orthodoxy you know you just mm-hmm. this is what works for me try it out and maybe you'll find uh, your way to do it but the more voices we can put out there we're just putting more into the kind of into the the ether you know and yeah. you know every little bit helps you know, even if you get a few views so what that, that could be the, the few views for that one guy that was struggling and kind of nihilistic and then he says you know what this guy's trying he's knocked down but he's still trying yeah. let me keep trying you know that's what yeah, it takes I, I have 232 subs now i mean that's <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know that many people in my business network. Yeah, man, have you guys seen Mark Ryan yet? Mm-mm. Man, this guy Mark Ryan uh, hit me up on Instagram back in July and was like, "Hey, I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel. I'm, you know, I like what you're doing. Uh, you know, do you think I can do it, or how should I do it, or you know, whatever." And I told him, I was like, "You don't have time to be watching me anymore. You, if you really want to do it, you will." you'll start, you know, you're going to do this. There's something weird happens. You still watch some YouTube videos every now and again, but for the most part, Mm -hmm. you're either a, you know, watcher or a creator. 
I mean, yeah. that's the exactly. that's the that's the way it is. I mean, when you get to where you're spending three hours a day on YouTube creating, you don't have as a lot of time to sit and watch it. You know what I mean? But that's the trade off you make. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, Sigma, it looks like you got a camera and a headset and every you got everything yeah. you need. The the one I'm using is Streamlabs desktop version one point one two five. It's the latest yeah. version. All right. And you just download that, right? Is that just a download you can Google and look up? Yeah, it's you know what? I'll I'll put it in here for you right now, guys. It's a it's a free program. Now I am using the twenty dollar a month version, but that's still five dollars a month cheaper than the other one. And Kush, I yeah. know that you've paid a year at StreamYard, I think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So that's no problem. But uh yeah, it's a free free uh download that you can use and it works fine free the only reason i even paid for it is so i could actually start having people on here on the calls ah uh, oh gotcha okay so yeah that that's what the premiums for okay well you can have up to one person on a call without the premium but to do some of the other things i wanted to do and to have multiple people you have to have the premium version one's enough to get started though at least you know to kind of get your feet wet and learn how to do it so that sounds perfect well the only reason i even really did it i wouldn't i wouldn't even have interviewed more than one person like that wasn't enough to sell me on it i did it because they have this thing called crossy clip and it allows you to take any video you've ever made before and select two Ooh. portions of it to make a short out of it so what it does oh. is you can like select i want this 60 seconds from this video i made last week to be a short and I just open that video in crossy clip and then I put it's got little draggable boxes and I'm like put, okay put this box on my face put this box on this bitch's face and then it makes it into a short and I just hit mm -hmm. save and it does all the work and then I upload that short but that's why oh, nice. that's why I paid that money a month was to have that and then the other features which by the way sorry here guys I'm getting the link for you this is the Streamlabs desktop download I got a hamster in the chat. Oh, shit. Let me bring a hamster on board. I'm going to see if we can uh, add him into the thing here. Uh, where is he? Hamster, there's a call-in link, man. Hop on here and say hey if you want to. If you want to. If you want to. All right, guys. Here is the download page for Streamlabs where you can snag the old... Streamlabs desktop download. Why did that make that so? Oh, something's weird. Hold on. Let me let me figure out why this is being lame. Oh, wait. Yeah, that is doing something lame. Yeah, I'll play around with this tonight. Because I want to do I one on. I mean, if it's something I can look up on Google, I can find it. Yeah, I found it. Yep, I found it. Well, Mom, I'm pasting you the direct link, but Google's giving me the search results link. But there's the link to the download, yeah. technically. Theoretically. Right. Let me just open this up in another tab. Yep, pulling it up right now. And I say I sent y'all the direct download, I think, to the EXE. So it, it literally. Oh, I don't think it's going to let me. Yeah. I'll play around with it later. Yeah, play, yeah. play around with it. See what you think here. I'm going to see. Okay, we're good to go there. But yeah, Streamlabs desktop. Did y'all did find the link though, right? 
Mm -hmm. yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Good deal. Good deal. That's perfect. Yeah, because I, I want to start doing that. Like I said, the more uh, the more voices we can get out there, the more of these kind of back and forth. I see so many podcasts out there, you know, and they're 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 the majority of them are just kind of brainless, kind of mindless stuff. But you know, there are so many young men out there that are so needing guidance. You know, I mean, I was raised very spiritual. I was raised very Christian conservative, and so you know, when you have that that background, you, you have something to attach yourself to. And some of these kids are, are, are just, I mean, I couldn't imagine going to school where, what is it, I, I was reading a story, um, uh, some school nurse said that like 80 or 90% of the kids were transgender. Hmm. And so when, when you think about that, imagine growing up in that kind of an environment without any type of moorings to, to this rock that we're on right now. Oh I mean, so the, the more voices out there that we can put, we, we can become the, uh, the, the, the good influence to counterbalance the bad influence. That's, that's destroying these kids. You know, it, it, it breaks my heart. I don't have any kids myself, but I mean, if I did, I'd be a nervous wreck. I, I mean, I don't know how any parent um, can, can, can do it and not just be insane from fear, you know? I remember my parents being worried about us being snatched by like a, a kidnapper. Now you, you'd be safer in the hands of a kidnapper than you are going to school. In the school, right? Yeah, than your own teacher. I remember the the, the the girl she's having the kids salute the pride flag. Let me uh, what? Hold on one second, boys. Hamster, you yeah. there? Yeah. What yeah, the he's... hell is it? What What is this uh, freaking thing? Oh, this is. This is stream. No, it's not. Streamyard was lagging out on me too much, man. Oh. So this is a Streamlabs desktop that I brought you into here, and I've kind of set it up so that I can. Yeah, it runs better. It's no, not as much lag, and like we're exporting out at 1080 right now instead of 720, and it it's just. It's a lot cleaner look, and uh, even the free version of this doesn't have a watermark or anything on it. So, it's and, and we have to we have to see Iridium Kush in ten forty. Yes. <laughs> hey Kush, love you, buddy. How's hey. it going? I just love hey, his hat. Sir. I want to we get that beret. Earlier on Brandon's stream, but you didn't come. So, I was there. I was. I was. I was lurking in that one. Mm. Did you see that? Did you see the fire that happened? Did Brandon no, I didn't. I missed there? that. Yeah, I missed that. Oh, yeah. During his interview with Chaos, uh, at the end of the interview, um, they they look over and they see smoke billowing out of the kitchen. Yeah. And then they're like, some Karen freaks out and calls 911. And then they get out of that restaurant. Then you see a plume of black smoke coming from the back of the restaurant. Mm. Of yes. Fire trucks and everybody came. <laughs> That's the way Brandon does things. You know, he well, blows he up restaurants. Gonna- <laughs> it was a hot stream. Exactly. Yeah, he's got hot. Uh, he's got hot. This stream is fire. Danger coming out of his butthole. Oh my god! <laughs> Hold on one second, guys. Rusty says hamster volume. I'm assuming he said that because it was a little low before, but I did turn is it, it up. Is it low? Okay. It, no, well, I fixed it on my end. Hammer. I gave. I mean, uh, hamster. I gave you some gain over here, but I want to yeah. make sure I didn't give you too much. I mean, it sounds clear to me, but maybe the people on the other end are hearing it too loud oh, i think i'm okay over here but i oh, mean okay. you know i can turn it up if you want to whatever you want i already turned it's your you show up. bro you, sa- you, show. you sound good to me yeah. but uh somebody mentioned it in the chat but we're good keep going i'm sorry boys i, don't, I hate to interrupt uh, i was kind of he- hoping to hear from sigma there sigma was saying some stuff hello sigma good to meet hey, you hey what's up brother 
Good to meet ah, you. Too. Same old shit. How are you, man? Oh, you know, just uh, another day, another dollar, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another day, uh-huh. another fourteen beers, and uh, Kush yeah. smokes a big old doobie. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes to get through the day, yeah, right? I, have, I, I haven't been consuming that much of it today. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a water, guys. Yeah, no, I, I love got... you. I, I do love you guys. I mean, I'm giving you a hard time. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm. You're, you're my buddy, so I appreciate it. No, I just like to give you a hard time. You hurt my Fifi's hamster. Oh, stop it! What are you doing? He really does have the best S's, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sigma, what's your what's your deal? What, what what's going on with you, man? I was going to introduce you. All. Sorry. Sigma, do you know? Do you? It's, it's gone with John's channel, so feel free. D- Sigma, do you know Hamster yet? Have y'all met each other yet? Uh, nope. Hamster is we have awesome, man. Great. I, I can tell by the voice. <laughs> yeah, he's got the yep. best radio voice. It's fantastic. I was thinking that. <laughs> well, uh, somebody please post uh, Hamster's link in the uh, description or in the uh, oh, the right. comments yes. so that uh, Sigma can give him a sub. Hamster does great streams. Yep. And I'm sorry, oh, Hamster, you. you can take it from here. No, no, I, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, anyway, Sigma, go on. Go on. You were you yep. were talking about something. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, um, just for me, you know, I, I, I want to break into streaming. I want to start making content. That's kind of what I was saying to them, you know, is that um, – we need more voices and you know it's not about you know being famous or anything but it's it's about providing guidance to these young men you know because we we all sound like we're we're older you know but they, these kids coming up you know they they are they are facing a, a time that i mean outside of the dark ages yeah a time that i wouldn't want to be young you know when i came up you know so i i, I think we really need to to kind of I mean, it's not something that necessarily we want to add it to our plates, but, you know, it, it, we have a, a moral imperative, you know, to, to offer some kind of guidance, some kind of, you know, some kind of positive message to these kids, you know, that, you know, life, you know, really is like Joe Dirt said, it's a garden, you, know, you just got to dig it, you know, and you just keep plodding along and, and, and avoid the unforced errors, you know, we, my father, I, I love him to death, you know, he married my mom, and I, I'll never forget one day, he came over to my apartment, we, we were arguing about something, and he said, you know, uh, about my ex, because, you know, he saw how cancerous she was, he said to me, he said, you know, I married your mother, that was a mistake, and, and that, rock me <laughs> I never, he said that was a mistake and you know I never married that girl thank god we lived together 10 years but um, you know the, the unforced errors can make your life so much more difficult and it really does come from financially tying yourself up to these women you know because they really are uh, a parasite you know, I say they're tapeworms with tits for a reason you know they, they, they absorb all of your your, your life force and then as soon as they've destroyed you, they pick you clean like a looter and, you know, strip the shelves like, like, like BLM or those riots, you know, stripping the, the, the shelves of the store. And then they just leave you to die. And, and there's, no, there's no empathy. You know, they, they really are malignant narcissists. And, and I know you, you want so much to believe you're going to have your little princess and you're going to put your arm around her. You're not going to get that. What you're going to get is aggravation. You're going to get expense. And, and and it only has one destination. That train only goes one place, and that is your destruction. And if you could tell these young guys not to, not to 
to sabotage themselves with women, maybe men can start, you know, rebuilding society again, but it doesn't look good. You know, that's, that's kind of my message. I mean, how do you, how do you tell men to not think with their dick? Right. Yeah. It's, it, well, it's not even so much the dick, it's the heart, you know? Yes. They, they want the, the physical intimacy, but you know, I remember growing up, I wanted what my dad had, you know, I I wanted a woman that, that, yeah, right. I, I mean, we, I remember this chick, her name was Cheru. She was from Kenya. She was hot as fuck. And I was madly in love with her. And, and she let me be a man, you know, she, I remember one time she called me up, she was scared, you know, and I came over, you know, I snuggled with her and man, the feeling that gave me was a, a, a drug that I've chased now for 16 years that that feeling and boys they and, and it's a natural thing boys need that feeling of of being a big strong man you know and unfortunately they don't get that experience and, and so they sort of they, they're like a, a machine that, that can't be used for its purpose which is to be a rock and so the way we can achieve that feeling is by being a rock for other men you know and uh, and treat them like sons you know there was that 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 king of sparta you know he asked him why don't you have bodyguards he goes because i, I treat my men like sons you know and and that fulfills that that need that men have to be strong and accountable for somebody you know and and by doing that it it does make you a better person so you know i think i think for us older men that have, have been through it you know telling these young men look you know i understand you want sex i know you want that intimacy but you have to understand that that is an illusion these women they're very adept at, at convincing you that they're your fantasy girl i mean every one of us has had a woman and we said we're the luckiest guy in the world i can't believe i found this perfect girl and six months later we're putting a 357 in our mouth you know um and you know the fruit is the one that sees the calamity and conceals themselves but it's the inexperienced one that passes by and suffers the calamity i remember in proverbs you know that that foreign woman remember she said you know uh, anyone in one of heart you know come to come here you know, come aside but she also said anyone inexperienced these young men are inexperienced we're not we've all either seen or experienced firsthand the 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 ruin that a woman can bring into your life they're like a like a category five hurricane you know and these young boys they they only see the glitz and glamour on instagram the thirst traps you know and 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 they're longing for that lusting for it but we've seen the woe, you know, like the Bible says, it's like wormwood, you know, it's, it's sweet to the palate, like honey, but the after effects are like poison, you know? And so, so we need to all do our part to, to kind of take these young kids under our wings, you know, and, and give them the, the wisdom and the experience. And maybe the human race will survive, but it's, it's not looking good, you know, unless we, we're going to have to add to our, to our plate. You know, well, I think the important thing that I was taught when I was younger, when I was at the, at the ages of, you know, between 16 to 21, look, I got my, I got slept off my feet at 20, 21 by a super hot chick. And I mean, oh, yeah. she was amazing. I mean, we clicked, yep. we loved to party, drink, smoke weed together, do all yep. that kind of stuff. And I mean, we had a great time, but it was my mom who taught me, keep your head in the clouds, man. You know, be careful what you do, where you put it. Um, yep. And then it, it, it was also my dad and my mom who both taught me, 
there's more to life than fucking. Yeah, yeah, there is. When you're young, man, I remember one time my friend, my friend Mike, one of my best friends growing up, his brother gave me the best advice. Of course, I was an idiot. I was young. I didn't listen to him. He said, you know, not all good, not all pussy is good pussy. And I'm like, what? Now I look back on that. I'm like, that was, that was the best advice anyone ever gave me, you know? And, and you know what really helped too? I, I'll never forget this one time. Uh, I, I dated this girl. Her name was Bridget, my first real girlfriend, you know. And, you know, we we're both Christian. You were both um, very you know, moral. I was waiting until I got married and all that. And you, she was, like you said, perfect. She was exactly everything I could ever want in a girl. And then we, 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 we split up. I moved to Vegas. I was in St. Louis at the time. But I went back and visited about two years later, saw Bridget again. She's a totally different person. She had the little, you know, like uh, kind of ghetto looking baseball cap on. And I'm like, who in the hell is this girl? And I realized then women are like chameleons. They take the shape of whatever is going to be. They're, they're like the Pennywise, the clown, you know, they, 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 they mirror whatever you desire, but then they do it for the next guy. So when you see this girl and she, you think, oh, I found my soulmate. No, you are just simply seeing your desires mirrored back to you. That's what these women always do. But it doesn't last. It does not last. <laughs> Signally, yeah. we got to get you set up with a channel, bro. Yeah, I need to. Yeah. Uh, 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 yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, uh, Rusty posted your uh, link in there earlier, and I think you have 16 subscribers now. I mean, I'm almost to 20. There you <laughs> go. Some 16 then, subs. All right. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah, but, man. Uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah I want to think, if I, if I might, uh, please, Sigma, you please. said your, your, your dad loved your mother. How do you know that? Well, I, I don't, you know, that's the thing when he told me it was a mistake, boy, I sure could have fooled me, you know, and, but, you know, the funny thing was how my mom, I mean, now that I'm older, you see, casual dating is what destroyed marriage, because there's no noticeable difference between dating a girl and living with her and being married. That's just a piece of paper that you sign over all your, you basically financial slavery to this woman, right? But living with the woman is the exact same thing. And, and I saw in my relationship with my ex, again, we were together 10 years, you know, I saw that change, right? We had the honeymoon phase. She was perfect, all this crazy. And then she moved in and then I'll never forget, you know, it was sex every night. It was great. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And then it started to change. I remember the first night she gave me the cold shoulder and I was like, okay, that's weird. Okay, no problem, whatever. And then it was another night and another night. And it just, uh, we had entered the next phase of the relationship, you know? And, and I, and I realized that with my dad, I'm like, why would he marry this woman? My mom was so nasty. She would scream. I mean, spit fly. I've never seen another human do it. She would scream, spit flying, you know, veins pop her face would be purple, screaming because somebody didn't take the garbage out. You know, and I'm like, why the hell would you marry this creature? Now I'm older. I look back on it and, and, and I've heard so many of the same stories. It, she love bombed him. You know, she was a single mom. They met and they married within six months. And I was born 10 months after they got married. So my mom got pregnant with me immediately and trapped him. And so me and my dad have never really been close. We have no relationship. Even though I love my dad, my dad is I practically deify my dad, but he, him and my brother are super close, but you're not close to me at all. And, and I think it's that s 
psychologically he sort of blames me for being stuck with her. Um, so I don't think he really does, you know, but I feel like he's so bought in at this point to her that, you know, he can't really, he doesn't know life without her. It's, it's, it's like Stockholm syndrome. And, and he's, he's, you know, he's, he's got Stockholm syndrome. You know? I, I wondered that too about my when I look back in retrospect um, at my mom and my dad um, I, uh, I I noticed the same kind of thing they used to fight all the freaking time who's playing music I was wondering what that was I was just Oh, just oh, here we go. I'll stop it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right. Hey, Sigma's gonna do some rapping. Go ahead. <laughs> when I was a kid, I took the Suzuki method. I used to know how to play the piano. But what were you saying, uh, Kush? I was just saying my my. Um... My parents used to fight all the time. It never got physical, but it, it got wicked verbal. Oh, I know. And it, it, it would get wicked verbal. And I, I always think now in retrospect, they had very different personalities. Yeah. My mom and my dad, very different personalities. And um, I took a, a piece of each of them from, from me and mm-hmm. in, in me. Um, but, you know, when my, my mom passed away when I was 23 years old, and that, that's the other thing that shaped me into a MGTOW. I learned that in my early 20s. The, the whole Mike Tyson lesson that no woman will love you like your mother does. And, right. and I learned that right away that, you know, when, when my mom passed away, I tried to fill that void mm-hmm. with a, with a girlfriend or a potential wife. And yeah. it wasn't there. It just was, was, was not there. And it just, they, they didn't love you for the same reasons. They didn't mm-hmm. nurture you for the same reasons. Um, and that just, picked up on that right away and even my dad he he's remarried mm-hmm. um to another woman but this woman thinks and acts much more like him mm-hmm. so it which is interesting um so uh that's just some things i've i've noticed as well and then i had a, yeah. a mentor early on in my engineering career he i think had a real rough marriage with his wife i mean he was mm-hmm. always a super talkative guy at work a very flamboyant guy at work but i think he was that way because he couldn't be that way at home because mm-hmm. his wife was extremely overbearing and yeah well he, he always kind of gave me these little warning signs in my early 20s when i first started he's like they change when you marry them yeah it's a character you know it would be the same as falling in love with you know and an, uh, you know an actor or an actress playing a role in a movie you know and, and they're so convincing you know and, and so and that's what i would say the point i was making earlier is about you know casual dating has allowed men to experience what women are really like and it only takes two maybe three relationships of the exact same thing. And then you hear other guys say the same thing. You see it with your parents, you know, you see it with other people's parents, you know, you hear the horror stories for men to realize, Oh, if I just don't get married, if I just don't live with her, then I get, then it's fun and roses. And so these women wonder why men don't want to get married. Why would we want to get married? We know what we're in for. 
you know. And, and so casual, these, these women, they, they don't think more than one step ahead. You know, they, 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 see, they think, I can do this, therefore I, I shall. And it's like, do you not understand that at no time in human history have women ever been promiscuous? It's never been a thing outside of brothels and whorehouses. No woman ever did that. You know, there must be a reason. And these women think that there won't be consequences because, you know, they, they, they sleep with a few guys and, and, you know, they're not shunned and walk around with a scarlet letter. Well, just because you didn't experience a consequence right now doesn't mean you won't experience a consequence 10 years from now. I, I was watching on a, a MGTOW channel, a guy's name is Taylor the Fiend. Uh, he, he played, he did those like reaction videos from TikTok. And I saw, and it was great, the first one of those, you know, because we've all seen the, the TikToks of the women crying and whining about being ghosted and stuff. This woman was in her 60s. She had gray hair. She was old. And I'm like, we're going to see a whole lot more yeah, of those. generation of that. Yes. Yep. I've never heard, seen a, a whining, crying woman whining about being ghosted in her 60s before. It never happened before. Now we're seeing it. And, and we're going to see more. You know, these girls well, are hitting their 40s see, today. You're going to see yep. a huge increase in yep. women in their mid-30s, their 40s, all of them now. Um, I, I see that when I travel now. I see women. That, you guys know who Sarah Dawn Moore is, right? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. She's a she's a female. Con she's a chameleon red pill content creator. Okay. She's I think in her mid 30s, maybe early 40s. Okay. I've, Hamster's done a video on her and uh, I I'll, have. I'll and find her. and uh, she's she talks about how she could still get men in a bar. I see women like her in the bar. And I'm 50. I t I will look right past them every time, yeah. and I will look past them to the 25 year old. Of course. And, and yeah. As another side note, what it what I learned early on, and this just became a strictly selfish thing for me. Outside of sex, what else do I want to be with this woman for? Yeah. Well, there's a neediness that I know a lot of younger guys have because you know they are so starved for love and affection. And another reason why, again, I say, you know, take these young guys under your wing because, you know, they're out there alone. They're very nihilistic. A lot of them are incels. Um, and, and so there, there's that loneliness. And I, I remember there was this, this trans woman, she became, she was LARPing basically as a man, but she killed herself because she, she said it was so lonely um, being a man and she didn't know that. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and, but that's how these men are. And so, so many men live these quiet, lonely lives. And yes, we want sex, but a lot of guys, they, they want that love. They want that, that connection that they're starving for, but you surrender your soul for it and then you don't get it just like if you you get married you think oh i'm gonna get sex but you're not uh, no more people have seen the loch ness monster than have had sex with their wives right sex is just something they used to draw you in just like love it's 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 an illusion it's it's designed to bring you in so they can trap you with a couple kids and then it's over for you mm. yeah. it's all over so boys monk mode I'm gonna yeah, I could go on more, but I know. Josh. Yeah, I know. He's getting tired. It's late. I'm, I'm, on the West, I'm on the West Coast. It's only 730. Y'all are good. I can listen to you forever. But Sigma, you got to get your channel up and running, man. I'm Definitely check out that program link, man. I'm watching something weird happen over here on the YouTubes right now. I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but for some reason, Kevin Samuel's channel is live right now. 
Is it? Yeah, which is really strange. It says content. That's interesting because he's dead. <laughs> right. right. That's what I was wondering. But uh, I do know he had a good internet connection. Maybe that explains it. But I think that uh, I don't know if it's going to be his daughter or his, uh, you know, somebody, a family member, or, you know, I know he was close with several other content creators, but uh, I'm going to watch it, I guess, if it's it ever comes on and yeah, see what goes on with that. Yeah, it says coming soon, the trailer. Are they doing Kevin Samuels a movie? I'll watch that. I have no idea, but I'm going to I'm gonna check it out. But that's not why I'm getting off. I've been on for two and a half hours, and I'm starving. I'm going to go eat my yeah, yogurt. Eat. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much, man. It was great hey, to see you. everyone. Thank you all. This was fun. We're going to do it again. Yeah, we'll yeah, definitely do this good. again. But uh, Sigma, do you have anyone's phone number? Kush, Rusty, anybody? No. Mm. I don't have anybody's yeah, number. I'll, I'll throw my email. Um, do you have? I have a. I have a, a YouTube email that I can give you here. Throw, okay. Throw it in the chat. Kush, give him my number. Hamster, I think I have your contact information somewhere. Did I send? Yes, you? yes, you do, sir. Yes. Okay. Did I ever send you a text so that you would could get in touch mm, with me? Probably. I don't know. Okay, I'm just making sure. That's I'm, that's my bad. Okay. Um, John. Yeah. yeah. You got me. Okay. Good deal. Well, yeah, that um, get in touch. yeah, Sigma, the reason I was making sure is uh, if you can get in touch with uh, Kush through his email, Kush, you can give him my number. And Sigma, just okay. shoot, shoot me a oh, text. <laughs> We're muting hamster. We're going to put him at half okay. his volume now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sigma, text me and let me know who you are once you get my number okay. from Kush. And then uh, I'll walk you through whatever you need to know about getting it set up to where you can... Uh, but yeah, man, it sounds like you have a lot of good good things to say, man. It sounds like you have a lot of information, and I would love to encourage another content creator to get on. The reason I brought up uh, Mark earlier, the guy that I was telling y'all about from July, uh, Mark Ryan, that asked me if he should do YouTube, he passed me in subscribers like a month ago. I mean, he's nice. ki he's he's killing it, but he does have more videos than me. I mean, he's actively worked hard at it, and that's yeah. on a whole other thing, so I'll let that go. But y'all, it's great to see y'all. Excuse me, Sigma has a really good beard. I like that. Oh, yeah. I need to get it uh, trimmed up a little bit here. Got a little beard bedhead from this morning. I like it. <laughs> there yeah. you go. I just sent you a... Sometime, you know, whatever. You know, we do live shit all the time. So Let's do it. Yeah, the more the merrier. Right? I just emailed you already, so uh, that, that's me. That's my. Uh, that's, uh, the, that's the one I use for everything. Okay. Kush, if you'll shoot uh, him my, my phone number, I appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Thank well, you. All right, boys, every, everybody, y'all are out of here. Thanks for coming. Have a good night. Uh, Till next time. All right, guys, yeah, we'll see y'all. God bless, everyone. Take care. God bless, brother. Peace out. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye. Awesome, guys. How freaking cool was that? I got to get rid of the text now, it looks like. Delete. Duh, delete. And Kush's text. Hey, cool. We just talked to like three or four people all at once. Well, three other people and myself. That's super cool, guys. I'm getting the hang of this whole uh, new software here as far as the live streams go. Looks like the sound and the quality and everything else is working out. So that's pretty dope. Check this out, man. What is going on? Why is Kevin Samuel's stream live? What is happening? I'm pretty sure he's not streaming. I'm curious to know, guys, I've, I've seen and I'm just going to say this. I'm not saying this is what's going on, but I've seen in the past where a friend of mine uh, went away to jail and a different one ended up getting uh, was deleted 
And both of those people, their family members started advertising stuff on their social media, you know, like the buy the sunglasses here link that they get a cut kickback from and stuff like that. I'm assuming that's not what this is, but something weird is going on here. You know what I mean? People are super chatting in the hundreds of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Hit dead Kevin Samuels gets more support from people than I do. Dead Kevin Samuels is getting more super chats, which is fine. But I do want to see what's coming on. Kevin's became a trademark for surviving member of the Kevin K Corp. Will be running his jam. Oh, they're going to try to keep his shit profitable now that he's gone? Oh, man. Hmm. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be an in- interesting. I'm curious to see. Yeah, I love these collaborations too, Sigma Speaks. It was great to see you. John, you streaming in the morning. No, Rusty, I'm going to go in and work tomorrow morning, and then I'll stream tomorrow night. I'm going to get a schedule together, Rusty, um, and everybody, quite frankly. I've had a bunch of people ask me um, you know, to commit, and uh, you know, obviously I tell those ladies, go fuck yourself. No, I'm just kidding. I tell I'm going to do it. I'm going to start doing these evening streams. I like doing it in the evening. I like about 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, somewhere in that range. I think that works out well for me. I'm I'm chilled out. You know, since I'm not drinking in the evenings now, that should give me an opportunity to, you know what I mean, come home, chill out for a minute, get my stuff together. We had a great stream planned tonight. We actually had like four or five other videos planned that we were going to do. However, we didn't make it to them, but I would much rather have um, had a, a, a panel like we did with those great guys, man. Sigma's here. Kush was here. Uh, as well as we had Hamster here. We had Rusty here. I mean, very, very cool. So thanks for coming, boys. I'm going to go and eat my yogurt. I've got this thing of yogurt in there that I bought earlier at the store. It's strawberry. It's Yoplait. It doesn't have the chunks in it. If you like chunks of shit in your yogurt, I'm just assuming that you're a maniac and you have a body or a freezer full of bodies, not a body full of freezers. But I'm going to eat this yogurt. That shit's going to be fire. Also, take note, guys. I do this shit to get in in good health. I do this shit to stay in health. And you know what? Somebody asked me. I'm actually going to do this since somebody asked me about this. Let me find. Hold up, boys. Hold up. This. Somebody asked me about this and said, uh, am I really in shape? Do I really work out like I say? Do I really drink water like I say? Do I really? Yes. That's me about six months ago. That's me. I'm not super muscular, but I'm shredded as a mofo. So yes, I actually do eat right and I actually do exercise. And when I tell y'all I walk 120 miles a week, Yes, I actually do that. I'm sorry to expose the rest of you guys to this, but when I tell you that I work out at 46 years old or that I stay active or that I eat water or drink water and I eat right and I do all these things that take this discipline and I don't drink Coca-Colas, yes, I actually do that. This I really do. Like, seriously. You know, you don't have to do like me if you don't want to. But when I come on here and I yell at y'all and I say, get your ass in gear, let's get moving, let's get our blood flowing. Yes, I live like that. Yes. And when you're like, well, why? 
Because you should. You should fight until you die. Every day, all day long. I'd rather die on my feet than on my knees, guys. And what I mean by that is you have to keep pushing yourself. You have to keep it going. You know what I mean, guys? Got to challenge yourself. So do what you do, guys. Good to see everybody. Great to see y'all. I'm going to go ahead and we'll get uh, our information pulled up here in the meantime, assuming I can find our music for this evening, and we'll let you guys hear your corpse, of course. I think. There it is. All right. Thanks for coming tonight, guys. Here is Corpse Lord with Like You Would Know. Eric, what link are you looking for, bud? Because if you were wanting to call in, I would make sure I would let you in. Thanks, Kush. It was great to see you too, sir. Your link, John. Uh, the call-in link? Let me get you a call-in link, man. I think you mean the call-in link. Hold on, I'll find it. Theoretically. Generate a new link. Here you go. There you go, Eric. Uh, paste. Eric Zombro. Too late, man. I already got it in there. Feel free, and it's no big deal, sir. I'll wait around for another minute while we're letting the music play, but if I see you jump in in the back green screen, Eric, we'll interrupt and bring you on in, sir. You got it, Eric. No worries, brother. We'll get up next time. Also, uh, you got my text, my number anyways, man. You shoot me a message anytime. Shout out to Shinobi Wan. Shout out to RP Pope. Good to see you, sir. We were talking about you in here earlier tonight, saying how glad we were to see you uh, being another content creator out here. We're trying to get Sigma Speaks to go ahead and start making his content. 
telling you guys, you men out there, the way this works, monk mode, MGTOW, red pill, all of it, no matter which one you are, we need more men talking. We need more men talking. This is how this happens. You guys support me. I support you. I, we got to lift each other up. We got to keep more men talking, more men talking. You know what I mean? Certainly they can't shadow ban everybody. More men talking. Thanks for coming out tonight. I'm your host, Gone with John. Don't forget, tomorrow there's certainly going to be a million YouTube content creators making a YouTube video about the fact that Kevin live was live streaming. Well, Kevin's channel was live streaming tonight, but you heard it here first at the Gone with John channel at the time it happened. Anyways, let's go find out what the hell that's about. I'm eating my yogurt. And yeah, where's the trailer at in this biatch? Have a great night, boys. We'll see you same time tomorrow about 6 o'clock or so. Something along those lines anyways. Thank you.